0: Welcome to episode 437 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. My name is Vince Hunt, and joining me, as always, is the creator of the comic series Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And a man whose comic shop receipt is as long as his desktop ruler, it's Tony (laughs) Tony Esmond.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I shared that with you again this week, but for purposes later to be revealed. Yes, Uh. yes.
0: Welcome to the show, everyone. Yes, uh, we've had a rude word within the first uh, fifteen you. seconds. Medical of the show. term, I
1: believe, for the phrase.
0: But we're going to have quite a big discussion this week, and I mean discussion. Yeah, I mean obviously there will be opinions. Um, but if you downloaded this episode or checked it or streamed it or whatever you do, because of the click-baity title that I've given it, <laughs> um, what have you given it? What's the title? Comics are dying. <laughs> um, they're not. We love them, and they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um. However, there I'll has die been before comics go. There, there <laughs> has been a, mainly because <laughs> the comics will fall on him in his yeah. in his uh crypt. It's <laughs> up my
1: anus. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: You're not using him right. Anyway, so, yeah, but there has been a lot of comics discourse recently, especially over this past week as we're talking, about comic books distribution and all kinds of, like, the health of the comics industry. Um, and it's something we've been wanting to talk about for a little while on this show. Uh, but really focus come it really comes to a head this week, though, is not it? Yeah, yeah, it really, it's it a really does. A certain
2: aspect of the comic industry.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, we wanted to talk about it, we want to have a discussion about it, um, there's, there's been a few opinions. Um, you know, we put a little shout out to our folks as well. So, we're going to be talking about a few different aspects of this. Um, but this is going to be more mainstream. We're going to be talking about like the bigger publishers. US here. mainstream. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, The US mainstream comics. Um, not so much if we're talking about certain things or like, oh, they should be doing. You know, the, the classic thing we all do, you know, the backseat comics publishing. Yeah. Every, everyone should does. They should be one, doing Z. this. They should be doing this. Um, if we're talking about that, we're not really discussing uh, small press or indie publishing and promotion. Or manga. So, yeah, or things like <laughs> that. We're not going to be discussing things like that. Um, because we know that is done. that can be done so well. and that it, Obviously, there is a boom and it's, it's more vibrant than ever. And we're going to be recommending lots of indie comics and stuff towards the end anyway. Um, but we wanted to just take a moment to... Have a proper discussion about. It. I mean, we don't want to get ranty and soapbox. We're not eat. going to get
1: moany, are we? Yeah. We're, going fact, well, well. we're going to try not to. We're going to just. It's try hard when it's something we love so much. Yeah. That's indeed. Yeah. yeah. The yeah.
0: reason
2: I think we get upset about it and annoyed by it is because we really like it and, it we, really like it and we don't want it to be. I yeah.
1: mean, we're lifeless, yeah. man. We've like been that. reading yeah. comics for as long as we can remember. When we were, built, we will be reading comics for as long yeah. as we yeah. can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we know you lovely people listening at home are exactly the same. So whatever we talk about, and certainly. You may not. You may not agree. You may agree wholeheartedly with what we're saying, or think that's a good idea. That's not such a good idea because of. Keep this conversation going, especially on the the Slack podcast discussion that we have, um, because I think there might be a fair a fair bit of ch- chatter there um, this week. Um, we're not going to do anything sort of. We're not going to do anything controversial. We're not going to be really naming and shaming anyone like creators and stuff because that that all stuff is bullshit We're not i actually
1: think this week with a few exceptions has actually been more constructive than we've previously yeah. seen i yeah. think mm. there's there's definitely a move for people thinking everyone's in the same boat now yeah. yeah i think
2: there's a kind of a bit of a kind of the cold water in the face moment and someone's really like look we've got to fucking turn this around before it's yeah. too late yeah we've seen some, some discussions online this, yeah and it's yeah, gone backwards it's the forwards, hasn't it? already
1: yeah one yeah. of the i mean one of the main people was our boy Mark Miller, wasn't it? Mm. He was yeah. a big part. Of it, I think, yeah. yeah. Mm. And certainly, when people have these um, discussions
0: or say something on social media, of course, people can say, "Well, I don't think you're right because of this," which fine. is which which is fine. And then there's a discussion yeah. that goes backwards and forwards. Um, we neither advocate or promote anyone who's just being ignorant or hateful or just. Putting their nose in because they're just a shit bag, and we all know there's plenty yeah. of them out there. Um, but discussion, active discussion from all sides of a conversation is we're, how we're going to try and,
1: and independently. We take no sides, as always on this podcast. We take no sides, but we're going to try and independently look at it. I will take the side of my really, wallet. I take a, the side of my. Yeah, wallet. Yeah, I know you do. That's every uh, time, every day. <laughs> the uh, but, we, but do you know what I mean? We're not. We're not taking. Yeah. You know because. Unfortunately, comics is like, what, what did I call it in that piece I sent you? It's like Douglas Adams is talking about a pedestrian crossing where you can argue that white is black and get killed on it later in the day. You know, it's like, yeah. it's people will just, if one person says white, the other one will say black. It's just nonsense. And we're not like that. We don't do that. Yeah. So, well, no, yeah.
2: it's that wanky culture war stuff. It's just a wank, kind of, mate. Just yeah. a wank. Yeah. Comics yeah. kind of got caught up in it and as like an ideological battleground for whatever fucking reason. And A lot of the other industries that they've kind of pulled out of it or done okay. Comics seem to have not done great out of it, it's not done it any favors whatsoever. But, uh, it's we been rolled a... around that yeah. bit later. Yeah.
1: You've got to look at it constructively how so we're looking at it. How can we help? How yes. can we improve it? Yeah. You know, yeah, and I, th- I think it's th- where a lot of people are coming online. I think if you look at yeah. Mill- Miller's tweets, and there's a few other people, that's how they're coming at it. This is a good thing. We could probably try this. And, you know, and, and, that and things don't get better unless um,
0: everyone sort of gets involved. Do you know what
1: I mean? Yeah. Like, well, e- even exactly. even if like a,
0: even if a publisher's doing all the right things, if people aren't making the you know if people are talking about buying comics but not actually buying comics, they're not helping yeah. So the yeah. first
2: step yeah. is identifying that there's a problem. Yeah. And there's there's quite a few people. Who I think there's that move. That yeah, I think yeah. we're almost but there, aren't we? It's yeah. to get getting to the tipping point where people are like you got to fucking... Do, we've got to do fucking sake. Yeah. can well,
0: doing this. We've been a problem for 436 weeks, and we're yeah. going to keep being a problem <laughs> uh, for quite yeah. some time. But we're going to kick off um, this week's episode... Modern with, Comics Review. ...with a fun discussion. Now, this is something we've talked about in the lead-up to it. If you've been listening for quite some time... Um, firstly, thank you, but um, you knew this was coming. If you're a new listener... There's a bit of a heads up we're about to talk about a new issue that came out this week um, and this is the new Marvel Punisher number one if you listen to the show you know we are quite fond of this character and the lore and you know that and that everything that that goes with it sometimes we're probably soapboxy, boxy like oh don't like this or don't like this or this is great or this you know all of, all of this stuff but we with the new series coming out we wanted to take a look at it and just as we said we want to see it for what it is. Give, it a, give it a fair shake, shake man. Give it a yeah. give, give it a yeah. fair shake and and re you know give the read it pretty much sight unseen. Do you know what I mean don't pay? I haven't. I personally, I apart from like the, when we had the initial sort of like it was when we haven't really
1: discussed it, have we? What we thought about yeah. it each? We have no. kept it for now. I've kept it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes. It's so, so
2: strange because the the way the previous series went off at the end, that was really very i find very divisive yeah and yeah was like you yeah. now! why have you done this this is like this is a an error i don't know what? if you've
1: seen there's been a couple of opinions on the slack as well dan about this new mm. issue yeah. as well
0: oh i've not seen them yet yeah now,
1: and i agreed with one of them very much so
0: now before um, we start before we start um because I, I can tell we're just itching to get into this yeah um, we the credits first man that there will be spoilers there will be uh, we're not yes. going to give like we're going to try not to give sort of too much away um if you're interested in reading it and you want to like not have anything spoiled then probably a four, for the next 15 minutes or so um just forward past this bit because we're going to we are we're going to get get into it um but i just wanted to give that heads up first so like any sort of uh indie sort of comics review recommendation sort of thing let's start with the creative team tony
1: so the story is called it's issue one the story is called called the bullet that follows and that's there's a hint to that it goes on in the story right david pepose Pepose, i'm not sure how you say it he's the dude i met at um, do you remember i met him at baltimore yeah give him a bit it of is, what yeah. for actually yeah uh dave wachter and art we love dave Wactor's art color artist dan brown who i may have an issue with because i'm not sure about something in this uh letters vcs cory pettit cover artist rod rice then there's variants by Miko Swayan and Frank DeMarta, Phil Noto, Salvador LaRocca, Edgar Delgado, and Scott Young did one. I've got the regular cover, um, which is the Rod Rice one, um, which displays the Punisher standing in front of a target holding two sort of ray guns with what appears to me to be blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in he's the kind comic... of got
2: like an army kind of crop cut, hasn't he? Where it's kind of, yeah. It's a marine where it's shaved around the sides and back, but you've got mm-hmm. like short hair.
1: In the, the comic, he's got brown hair, though.
0: I'd like to point that
1: out. As he go okay. to the last page, look at the color on his hair there.
0: Um, but it's not earlier. Um, it's yeah, it's sort of a light yeah. brown there, it's isn't nude. it? it yeah. It's that sort of blondy brown, I think. It, yeah, I it's quite
1: strikingly Eminem blonde on the cover, I'd say.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure cause
0: kind of, because I've got the physical, that, you've yeah. got yeah.
1: digital. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, if, if we look at we...
2: digital, he's, he's got like a sandy brown, 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 blonde yeah. hair. Not
0: like yeah, yeah. Kind of now. Like, looking at the cover, he also looks like um, those S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that we've just seen so many times in the background of so many comics. You know, it's that kind of costume, with a little bit of a difference that we'll get into.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, a hard coincidence to
0: swallow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, as I said... Do you want to do... We we, we get to sum up what we thought of it in one sentence each, to start with. Yeah. How do we? How do we think? Fine. Yeah. We can. We just show our cards now. Keep it short. Yeah. And then uh, we can get into it. What do you think?
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm up for that. All and then we then we will we'll elaborate and no doubt surgically um, dissect what we've what we think about the issue as well yeah. and discover new things about ourselves emotionally and physically. <laughs> yeah. The show. Sexually. Indeed.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I go first. Go for go it. Then. Uh Good art. Good action, incredibly overwritten. Okay. Dan?
2: Uh, mine's uh, a mediocre effort that was designed to solve a problem where there wasn't one.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Oh. Um, for me, uh, an enjoyable first issue of um, something that. I'm really unsure how this is going to go. <laughs>
1: yeah. it, I, thought it, you, I thought you were going to say a really fun issue of somebody that isn't the Punisher. Uh, it,
0: yeah. Totally that as well. Um, okay. yeah. And if, if I can just kick us off with this sort of further elaboration on, on that and, mm. you know, my thoughts on it. Um, this almost felt like... Um, if you were watching... A, like, you, you got a, a VHS rental back in the day. And, uh, like, you know, you had the classic... Someone who's been wronged, um, you know, their family's been taken out, and then there's the revenge story that that begins. You'd watch it and go, "Oh, it's a little bit like The Punisher." It's a little <laughs> bit like The Punisher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's
1: yeah. like a TV movie of The Punisher. Yeah. We go, well yeah. oh, I'm watching it, it is The Punisher, but you know, yeah, yeah. The, the um,
2: thing is, the, the the Punisher character brings so much fucking weight with it, and then you do this, but which it kind of
0: it does not really. Um, lean into the punishingness of it though, doesn't no. it? I mean it kind he does of does like... kill though, for those that are
1: listening. Yes. He does yeah. kill in it. Yeah. Yeah. The,
0: yeah, the important thing. And some of the action well Dave it I'm a beer I've been Yeah, a we all love Dave's work, don't oh, we? Fine. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I've
1: got a bit of a question though about the main character. Is he scarred on the right side of his face?
2: Like a kind of burn kind of thing. Yeah. Uh I'm not entirely sure because he he looks like on his kind of right cheek below he's kind of like there's some scarring or he, he's got yeah. an injury there. I'm not sure if he's, it's all it's over. Just his see, yeah, yeah. It's just you shading. Yeah, it's like he's not got a face. Because kind of yeah. the clearest
1: but, you get is in the last panel of the comic, and I'm still not sure by I'm that. I'm not sure
2: if that's kind of like a bit of a, a thing there between what the artist or ink is doing and what the colorists are doing. There's a bit of
1: yeah, I get you.
0: communication yeah.
2: there because. I, I mean, I mean, effect, the art, maybe. the artist
0: and the Inca are the, are the same man, like Dave. White, yeah, yeah. So, But like, normally, thing. like when I've seen Dave, uh, I mean, like the Guns of Shadow Valley back in the day, beautiful cut I mean, obviously that that sort of artwork takes a
1: million years. Do you know what I mean? So he's this got, is, got that scratchy, almost. Bit, um, Sean, I know predates. So there's a Sean Gordon Murphy. Yeah. to his line work there yeah. occasionally, isn't there? That and sort uh, of scratchiness almost seeing face, that scratchiness
0: yeah. as well. Uh, Capullo, sort of like you know that that sort of ink. There's some fineness to, to some of the inks. So to see his artwork with someone else's colouring, which has probably been done a few times, I, I haven't I haven't seen it. Normally, it's normally a Dave Wack has done done it all himself. Um, there, there's a certain um, oh, basics too crude a word it, I, that makes it sound so too negative. You know, I don't know
1: about the colouring man on this. I think it's
0: it really for me it sings it in some flips pages about. and it and it yeah. Flats. Yeah. Like there's a page where someone gets sort of set alight, uh, set on fire. That looks great. That panel, panel when that person's going out, I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. But then you see some other moments where it's just a little, I don't know. It's an
1: overuse of pink for me. And this is common in a lot of modern comics where it seems to be that every digital screen reflects pink light and you get... We're going to spoil the name of the villain, aren't we, in this? I mean, pink
2: and purple are very unnatural colours. You won't find them going out in the world. And this this makes Mr. Hyde...
1: Yeah, it makes Mr. Hyde look pink. pinky purple. I I don't know why that is. One of the the problem pages, we're going to point it out,
2: like there's a bit where there's a bar full of thugs and he's the the, the new Punisher guys after this chap. So they're all kind of waiting in there, like drinking, whatever, smoking with great big, like Kabuki-style masks on, which I don't know how you do that. But like (laughs) it shows you the outside of the bar and it's called the Black Dragon. You've got like a kind of a pink neon thing and it cuts to the bottom of is it garrison the guy's name is i can't remember the character so, yeah yeah and he's silhouetted in the pink so he's like standing on the outside and that's the, the light outside and yeah. you yeah know i mean you're getting a silhouette of behind but like the previous panel to that you see a hand pull a cable out of a wall like a power socket outlet taking it out yeah and it's like w- what's going on i don't I, I presume that was supposed to be like the lights going out, but the
1: colorist hasn't. I wonder if out. it's the jukebox, is it?
0: I think it's. I don't know.
1: The light, the light does get a little bit darker in the bottom panel, doesn't it? Mm. But like, there's an ambiguity the,
2: there. The so lights, like, get, yeah, there the is. light,
0: yeah, the lights go off, but lights aren't normally done through a normal plug. <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, <laughs> the, there's this sort of the light, but there's a light in the top left-hand corner of the bottom panel where
1: there shouldn't be. A, oh, there isn't there. Light. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I, I don't. I don't
1: know what's going on there. No, uh, but... getting to those back to those kabuki masks. For me that caused me a slight oh what's this because they're too similar to me to a lot of the iconography was you that was used in the Jason Aaron recent run. Right. Okay. So yeah 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 The sort mean. of demonic um ninja style masks. I yeah. thought this was a hangover from that for just for a few seconds. Yeah. And I thought, oh who are these people? Is that something to do with the hand? Well, they're from are Mad- they the
0: they're from Madripoor. Right, okay. as it says there. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, if it was it's, me, I'd have gone with something that didn't reflect the symbol on Frank's the, chest in the are, last series. Yeah, they yes, are. I mean, the, the yeah. inner inner demon gang, I don't know if they've been referenced okay. anywhere else. Not sure, but, but, but I mean, he could have just... You don't have to use those Actually, you know, If we
2: go around to the costume, he's kind of got the, the shield eagle logo on his chest, but through, like, the pouches and straps he's got on, it kind of resembles yeah, Very
1: old-school Punisher. Yeah, right, you know, and, with, and, yeah.
2: And and they're sort of saying, "Oh, the Punisher's here," but it's like, he, he's not. Like you, you don't know who this is. It's, it's they they make massive jumps, like, not even a third into the issues. The, then, oh, the, the, the Punisher.
0: The thing is, this this is one of their problems. Like like the, the costume. If we can just um, focus on this. Yeah, let's one. start on that. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with the costume. You know, the co- I've always kind of liked the the shield, like you know, the white straps and like you know that dark dark uniform. It's the sort of reference. It's the reference to it looking Punisher-like because he has certain parts of it which are glowing, um, and he makes a mention later that like, oh, um, the oh, I forgot, some plate, some some security plate or whatever was glowing, and that made it look like it's the Punisher symbol when it's not. He does make a reference to that later. Um, oh yeah, da- ballistic chest plates. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is these ballistic chest plates have they ever had a nose bit in the middle like a skull like <laughs> the nostril yeah. holes
1: uh, well and it, it's pouch 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 marvelous isn't it with the <laughs> just the most uncomfortable looking pouches right in you your tummy put,
0: yeah yeah
2: pouches where you've got to bend forward
1: yeah,
0: because
2: that's you bend the trail under the But saying that, thing, but like
0: you know, we've loved loved some classic Punisher where he's had those yeah. big bits. Yeah. there, you
1: know, we we've, we've loved some oh, of yeah. that when he's I've, had the not, like I...
0: the lycra costume and it what what looks like four four foot billy clubs on <laughs> his oh, waist. Wait, what
1: <laughs> Captain America runs around in chainmail. We're used <laughs> yeah. to this shit. Do you know what I mean? It's like the, yeah. the
2: thing where you send is like he's kind of they redid the Punisher from the ground up because the Punisher was problematic for people that never read the Punisher. Because people who never read The Punisher was using The Punisher skull on
1: stuff. Yeah. And, and people who just... hadn't read The Punisher were objecting to it. Yeah. You know, people there was that, that wasn't The Punisher yeah.
2: objecting to it. So what do they go? they got to get rid of The Skull. So that's why you've got this shield thing. So they've made a skull, they, basically. They, they, <laughs> they, don't, they don't like machine guns and real guns. So that's the reason he's wearing... He's got laser guns and stuff. Yeah. La- so, laser
0: guns, which are still killing people. He's still the, setting people Punisher, on fire. He's, uh, uh, right, yeah. still. The Punisher
2: is kind of an ex-military man who's family are killed by criminals and he goes out in a one-man moral crime that is the same for this character and frank castle and it's like why there's no difference you swap one for the other and there's no fucking difference well you know i've got
1: i've got this conspiracy theory about why (laughs) yeah like why out of the blue of marvel created a blonde white murdering vigilante i get i i'll have a bet with you in in the next 12 to 20 issues he have gone wrong and we'll be full villain
2: it if they'd have hinted at something like that happened by the end of the issue like this guy ain't quite on the level that would have made this a million times more interesting but it is so fucking straight I mean you mentioned it Tony it reads like an image comic from the 90s because it's just yeah. here's a guy goes in shoots up all these people I'm a badass here's another big which, fight which to me makes it
1: movie. not a bad comic just not a Punisher comic no I mean, it's it's just a sort of regular... Well, to be fair, there's the dialogue, which I'll get to in a second. But if it was just this was the story in an image comic, I'd probably pick it up if the art, which is good in this. You know, it's like that.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, I just feel like I've read this kind of thing before. I was expecting yeah, maybe. this a bit more of a kind of... Uh, with the kind of the legacy of the character. People just don't say a bit more interesting.
0: But also, you've you got to think, this is a first issue. They're trying to reintroduce a Punisher. When people are reading a Punisher comic... They want to read that, that Punisher story. I Well, I don't know, but they're just they're doing... And also, this is the first issue. So, it's what happens two, three, four, 3, 4, and 5. What happens Dude, there I was, are hugely be, important, because the first one is... I guarantee it'll be a is, different
1: villain at every issue yeah, yeah. from the past, and then Spider-Man will yeah, appear.
0: Yeah, I was unclear whether he actually killed them villain in this issue it sounded like i don't think it. he will B- they're, i don't like, think they'll like, yeah no probably like but, hide hide as a regenerative and, and that, that's, the yeah. when, that's the problem that's the problem when you have named villains in it you can't just yeah. kill them willy-nilly because they're ip then aren't they um but this you there was always going to be an element of cookie cutter first issue to this yeah. because you're setting up the status quo all right here's the character here's the setup it almost feels like a set again like a tv show version of like you know, a, a TV show that couldn't have the rights to the Punisher. Yep. So they've made their own Punisher yeah. the story. Yeah. Like, um, like the G.I.
2: Joe comics where they used real guns in the cartoon, they all had to have laser yeah. guns. Yeah. That's this.
0: <laughs> but like like you say, guys, it's like, it's what happens next. Because by the end of this first issue, a lot of it is kind of done. Like his, yeah. his arc is kind of done. So how does he. Why does, he conti- no Why does he? Why does he? Why does he continue? There's no plot for it set up for the rest of the
2: the, the story. Am I right in thinking that? I can't recall any like, oh, we've got this going on, or, or this Mister Hyde had this, which was kind of, I've got to look into that. It's just like, oh, I'm doing this now. It,
1: but, okay. It, I mean, it is actually an exhausting read. I mean, that's one of my main problems with it. Is it, it's so overwritten. If you could go yeah. to the title page, um, the with the bullets that follow, you know, the the page to me looks a bit. JR, JR, Frank Miller esque sort of single panel. You've got him standing there with the, you know the first big reveal of him.
3: Yeah. You've got that page
1: in front of you. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Go to the right and look at the top panel. There's why are there so many word panels in that? Yeah, you could have stripped that down to such a short little punchy. It's just like nonstop. It's just it's massively overwritten. Yeah, and there the, is... di- the dialogue is so explaining. Yeah you know not even not exposition it's but just explaining unnatural there you
0: know? uh, there are um moments that i really enjoy i mean i
1: i actually i like the fighting I,
0: I i quite yeah i think when it gets to the action and the fighting that's when this issue it is its strongest Seems. i think yeah, yeah i think so um because there's a brilliant moment which um and the panel itself reminded me of like jim is it jim chung um used to do loads of uh, marvel stuff back in the day, like young avengers and stuff it's the panel where he's smashing a bottle over across someone's face and there's just a cool line where um someone goes, this farce has gone on long enough, now my fallen brother shall be avenged. And the Punisher basically goes, avenge this, and smashes a bottle. It's simple. It's simple stuff, but that's kind of what I want. I want more sort of like, just give me some of that popcorn moments. Um, And it's just a great bottle of someone. Because the mask is being yeah, smashed up.
2: Yeah. when that AAA is talking to him, he says, listen, Joe, I know what the monster did to your Stephanie and the kids, but uh, if you can bring the stuff back in a knife, you can clear your name. So obviously he's been set up for that. So there is a bit more to that, but right. I think he just kills the guy at the end and he's yeah. like, oh, fuck it. This is what I'm doing now. But I still bring yeah. back to the point is who's the comic for? Did you make a Punisher comic for people who don't want to read The Punisher?
1: Well, don't forget, I spoke to him and he said this is a comic because um, um, he thinks the writer, I'm not sure whether it's the writer or the editorial, decided it's better for The Punisher to kill people in charge of big business than it is to kill pimps and um, drug dealers. And I'm like, Really? Okay. Uh, isn't that the role he's
2: got? Y- I mean, yeah. you do work for a multinational.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean... but, but that, like. For me none of that was truly present in this first issue. No. No. It
1: it, no. it,
0: it seemed like a a smaller gang uh, sort of uh, boss yeah. that had dealings with some uh, Marvel villains. Marvel street villains. Do you know what I mean um The last the last
1: page is so fucking cringe. Yeah. Like, I've, I've... But only I but I I know mine has only just began. I'm ready to get back to work. Look, I know comics are cliché cheese, but that is just painful. Also, yeah. as I draw, drew you to attention before we started, the last page, he basically there's um, an earpiece that he uses to communicate with his uh, his the, the computer lady he works with, and it's in a puddle of blood. So he picks it up and puts it in his ear. What, and what, then he's, can we just clarify this, right? But, yeah. Sorry, Finish what you're saying, Tony, and then we'll get back okay. to this. Girl. Right, so he picks up this earpiece and puts it in his ear, right? One, I thought, "Ooh, it's covered in blood. <laughs> and then I look at it, and you can't see the earpiece in the drawing. No, it's not there. It's not there. No. So that's editorial's fault, to be fair. They should have been saying, right, he's put something in his ear. It's not there. What? Draw a little black blob in there. When did you he know, dro- like that.
0: When did he drop the earpiece?
1: Yeah, that's true. How is it conveniently at his feet? At why why, is, it, why yeah. is it conveniently in, his, in, it. His, why in his feet?
0: Because it looks like... It's in the puddle of blood of the guy he shot. Yeah. So did he just wander over there and then it dropped out of his ear? I mean, <laughs> and mean he's just, just picked like up a, again. If so, he's a, he's a, human, cl- right? he's a clumsy fucker.
2: Because <laughs> he gets punched by Mr. Shallow Hyde through a wall onto subway tracks and he sort of says, oh, lucky the, the briefcase took the brunt of the hit. So you, you
1: have been punched through a wall. His back just broke a pipe. As he gets pushed. Yeah, well, I suppose I mean, he's got that bulletproof vest on. Even then, yeah, he's yeah, getting, he's got he's got shield armour, so it's, yeah, it's comics, yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's just a case into issue, a big like, yeah. He
0: he
2: goes after this guy to kind of get him back for uh killing the wife and kids. And then he runs off, and then there's like the pause with the the bullet thing, and he goes back and talks to that triple A character, and then the story just slows down, and then he's off back out again. Uh, why have that pause there? Why not have him like oh, he's gone this way and he's on the bike and then he's talking to that AAA girl and saying, oh, there you've got to go down there, go down there. And then he has the flashbacks in his head and then he carries on to the location. But sort of him to go back to his base and say, oh, blah, 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 the, the overwritten bit and then goes back out again. It seems a bit like, man, uh, you should have fucking tightened that
0: up. I will say this though, right? Like, I know we're saying all these things. I had, I had good fun reading this. I didn't think about any of this. When I read it <laughs> first time, no, we're, over, uh, we're overanalyzing it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's it apart. that's I, what an
1: editor should do, yeah, shouldn't yeah, he? He should overanalyze yeah, it. He should yeah, be yeah, staring yeah, at the page. Yeah. I read, reader, I read through yeah. this, and like I say, was like I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, yeah, I don't think I was the same. I enjoyed it for what it was. I found it. I find I found the writing in it somewhat laborious, yeah. um, which is not uncommon at the moment. And um, I just didn't feel like it was a Punisher book. But yeah. for what I think I said to you, Dan, didn't I for what I, I feel it's like it was. A story. If I have picked like this up, crime and it wasn't story. a Punisher
2: comic. With all this shit going on, I'd be like, "Yes, yeah, fine. You know, it's not, it's not completely non offensive. It's whatever. It's just the when I got it in my mind about where the place it's coming from, what's happened before, it kind of tarnishes it a bit for me." Another, and don't forget, this is the another time He's written
1: the Punisher. He yeah. wrote he wrote twenty ninety nine in Savage Avengers as well. This dude, I, right? Okay. I I you
0: know yeah. I, I hate I hate being the guy that's like, well, why hasn't this happened here? Um... But like looking at it now, and it—I did. This was something I did notice when I was reading it first. First off, um, there's a police investigation that's investigating the the scene where this guy's family—they uh, got they got, got, they got murdered, up. got blown up. That's yeah. what we're seeing at the beginning, isn't it? Is it's it's? Yeah, is, is, I think so. The two yeah, detectives yeah, right. talking about it, and they're looking at these things, and you see you see a flashback later on in the issue of like the house blew up in front of him as yeah. he was coming home right they find um he's, he's a big spoiler they find at some point some uh, like TNT dynamite uh, like a bomb that didn't go off how did that not just go off it's because a another
2: event on the wall
0: big uh, but also, yeah how did that not get affected by I don't know. The other explosives, yeah, <laughs> yeah the but, fire.
1: But, but dynamite won't go off on its own, will it? It has to has to have actually have a, a fuse into it, and that I think that's what they're showing in that picture is the fuse is so cut. If you work. look at it, I'd but I'd have thought the the rest of the explosion would have triggered. It.
0: Yeah, but if if it's caught in ex, in explosion, I'm, was not, it... I'm not a fucking explosive expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh,
1: quite good that none of them... us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no also placement.
1: also the most banal way to open this book I, as soon as I knew they were in a new Punisher book I could have told you it's going to start with a pair of detectives investigating a crime yeah. you know like every fucking thing does yeah, there is a bit yeah. of a cliche yeah. yeah. for Punisher stuff yeah, yeah. I, knew it was
2: d- gonna, I, I knew the beats it was going to be he's going to appear in a silhouette and here's the skull and... they
1: they hold that silhouette for far too long my <laughs> yeah. theory is that the reveal takes too long because you see him do too much and i feel sorry for dave Wactor because he's constantly having to put him in shadow for no reason whatsoever yeah. um so you don't see him they should have had him in shadow in the doorway then you get the splash of him as in that punisher costume and then he fights them it would have been yeah, much yeah, much yeah. cleaner much better looking i think you know and the reveal yeah. isn't it all that? The reveal, we're still actually not sure about the reveal because we, we're still wondering whether he's got a scarred face. Yeah,
2: uh, but i a nice page, like, but there's there's not enough in, in that first issue that really makes me think. Oh, I wonder where this is going to go because I'd rather have more more kind of plot hooks kind of thrown in in that book one. Cause I mean, it, it's it, it's quite a, it's quite a lot. Of, how many pages is it? Not you enough. count, count
1: three, three, you, v? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah. yeah not we're enough. getting onto the Yv count them in a minute.
2: <laughs> Well, yeah, I've got a point to make. We can move on to that now because that's the other um, thing. Yeah, yeah, I bought balk, a bit of that. Yeah, um, I say thirty-three. The, the last two pages are an advert and a pinup. So, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, you do get action scenes in it. You know, you get the setup of the character. Um, it's it feels almost reminiscent of like if if you went to like back issue bins at your comic mart or whatever, and you picked up when Marvel rebooted something in the. Uh, mid-90s. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of like, you know, when they, there's a, oh, New Warriors number one, but they're introducing the team for the it, first time. It's got that, it does have a reminiscent sort of issue rebranded one If you
2: Deathblow from Image, it would read like a, a, an issue one from Deathblow from 1990.
0: That kind of... Yeah. You know,
1: really? it, like could, it could really... It, 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 you could have this as Vigilante from DC. You can have yeah. a lot of things. Hmm. Yeah.
0: But, you know, I'm... I... I, I as I say, I lo- I love that Dave wax is getting this kind of work, and hopefully he got paid. He got cha-ching for this. Um, oh paid. yeah, man! Yeah. And it'd be interesting to see how many sort of um, issues he does. And I'm looking forward to seeing where the story goes from here. All right, let's have
1: a bet then. Right, okay. Put your money where your mouth is, guys. Five pounds, five English pounds. How long will this series run for? Uh... I'm I'm saying 18 issues. Putting oh. it down now.
2: It's actually well. I've opened up on the app. It says one of four. Oh, it doesn't, does it?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say four issues. <laughs> oh. four issues. That five is as didn't... good as mine. <laughs> I didn't didn't see that in the print copy. It just says one, one of, on the cover.
2: It says Puncher 2023. Stroke towards the beginning. It goes. It's one of four.
0: I tell you what. I can't right. see that. it's not. What, in what the... about a prediction
2: of where it's going to go? You're given not a lot to go on. To be honest.
1: Yeah. I think there's going to be something at the end of the four-issue miniseries that says there's more to him than meets the eye. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. it be super decompressed.
2: If his fucking assistant takes over from him... Yawn! That, that, my fucking eyes will roll over in the fucking back of my head. <laughs>
0: no, that, that, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I, I think they'll do what they can to to set him up, and then he'll probably be a background player. Um, That's a piss take. if this is
1: a mini series. It doesn't say it anywhere on
0: this comic. I mean, right. Okay. That's another example of like why some of the. Fair play to the creative team. They've done what they can. You know, they've done done their work on this book. So, you know, high five to you. And also, we we read it.
2: Um, it oh, it's on my ball list. I get all punished. Yeah. But, this, but,
0: but yeah. It's it, written under an
2: edit- like a, a corporate yeah. and editorial. But in terms book, of so. um,
0: the publishing side and. Um, the marketing and stuff that is a massive mistake if if people if, if there are mad men out there like tony esmond who'll just buy everything on the shelf without looking mm. at it uh, um wish i could but <laughs> i mean you thought it was an ongoing it's four issues they need to why are they not putting that on there They should be telling that, you that, sh-
1: that changes my attitude to it completely
0: that sh- that should be on the cover it says issue one of four what should be one of four Why are they not doing that now?
1: I don't understand that.
0: That's infuriating. The
1: writer didn't tell me that either. Yeah, I was definitely... He was too busy uh, uh, having having that discussion with him. (laughs) He was still defending himself while I was looking angry.
2: On the Comixology app, when you zoom out to look at all the pages, it gives you the title at the top and it says one of four. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Interesting. For fuck's sake interesting right let's get into V's holding it back He's holding it back <laughs> yeah. no not November Le- no off. angry November um <laughs> go okay so okay
2: w- me and Tony bought this in the morning and then we st- you kind of said how much is it and you were like okay so away you go V um
0: because we always planned to do it and I was like oh let's have a look at this Punisher number one so excitedly jump onto Comicsology after the guys have of- read it and I see that I say okay issue one 33 pages marvel comic 4 pounds
1: 79 Ugh. I'm sorry what um, that was that was how the, the previous issue one was as well for the uh, the last series stupid money that is <laughs> I, I sort of I was
0: stunned and do you know what I took that 4. pounds 79 I was, I bought two indie comics instead. (laughs) 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 It's... That is... I mean, we've said it infinitum about digital pricing and stuff like that. It's ridiculous when when you look at it. But for a title like this where they want, you know, if they really want people to get invested in this character, if they want as many eyes as they can on this new sort of initiative for a, for a character, no matter what us grumpy old men, we like Frank Castle, say, if you if you seriously want people to get invested in this character, you want people to buy it. And if you want people to buy it, you don't fucking outprice it. You don't fucking mm. have it at a high price point so no one can fucking read it afterwards. And I I will say... If there's people out there who are interested in this comic and want to read it, give it a couple of... If you've got the Marvel app, read it there yeah, just in read a couple it of it months. Yeah, just read on the Marvel re- app. Yeah. Re- that's what I, re- do, I done. do that. And part of me is thinking that this sort of pricing is pushing people to do that instead.
1: I wonder um, if that's purpose- purposeful. Can I just say the physical price? So I bought mine in Gosh. The physical price is $4... Sorry, $5.99. $5.99. And Gosh charge you five pounds 85 for that Uh, it's not worth it uh, i can't i i i I barely get any change three you can't buy four comics for 20 quid at that price
2: yeah Uh, Yeah. no mate it's just unreal
1: yeah
0: we had we just had thought bubble right this weekend right this comic came out on wednesday there might have been some people who might might have bought it on wednesday but they're probably saving their money for Thought Bubble at the weekend. So they're not going to spend almost fucking, they're not going to spend £5 on one issue when mm. they can better, and I'm, I mean this, better spend their money on two two copies of something else. Do you know what I mean? It's.
2: Just as kind of to, to oh, reference, to contrast the it game, something else, uh, Big Game Issue 5 releases this Wednesday. That's 52 pages. That's £5.11 for the digital version. So slightly more than the Punisher. But mm. the 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 quality of that book for the, me is this as worth and a also, fucking penny. And
0: also the page count is yeah, is kind of Im, Im, important to me when it comes to this because it's almost impossible, you know. Uh, as much as we want these because oh it's digital, so you don't get an actual product. It should be like fifty P each, you know. That's nonsense. That's obviously that's that'll never really happen. Um But in order to get kind of bang for your buck in in a digital medium, for me, value for money comes in how much you're getting. And it's just like, what is the, the money you're, you know, the price per page? Now, if we're talking indie or small press or whatever, we know... That you've put a lot of hard work and you know you've done all of this into it. You're
2: paying a premium there because it's going to the creator and it's yeah. work it's not these
0: bigger companies. It's a different kettle of fish. I don't know how it all works, so I'm not going to uh, backseat drive it here. But it's there's the option for them to be cheaper. Now, I spent. I, I used to rep talk about oh, I'm not going to spend over three pounds for digital issue. it's got to be special and then I realize that I'm doing that kind of regularly the issue that I'm going to recommend later I think was 320 when I got it okay was that but a new issue was it that was a new issue right and good. and I think that was like 40 42 pages uh oh, 45 for the for the print length
1: you know the way it's going man you know what's happening you got to do what I do I've got a marvel app I've got a DC app and I've got a global comics Yeah. Yeah. All I'm waiting for is dark horse and I'm done.
0: Yeah. That that is where it's going because they comics publishers, they don't have an idea of how to sort of they either don't have an idea how to price these individual things or it is a purposeful let's price them into getting their
1: subscription. Look, I know they've got a business model to keep up. I know that they've got that. I know that there's printing you know they only you know comic shops pay 45% of you know all this blah 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 but as a customer all i'm interested in is whether i can afford it and if yeah, they are overpriced the yeah this is massively overpriced yes this yeah. is a fucking piss take all i understand is when i'm standing there with my hard earned money at the counter thinking can i afford it and is it overpriced and if it keeps acting like this, no, I've got a good job. I can't keep affording for this no. bullshit. No, it's you know, not worth you know. the money to spend. And on and, that. and and the you average
2: can't get four issues for twenty fucking quid. That's you know? madness. No, yeah, yeah. Absolutely the the good.
0: average comic buyer can't sustain that. They just can't sustain that. Um I mean And before... neither should they. Yeah. No, before... yeah. 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 Um just to sort of finish this up on the Punisher. For for me, the Punisher was a was a decent, fun first issue. That isn't worth that price. If it was no. half that price, it's like I probably would have been. I probably would have been even more like, "Yeah, for two fifty, you can't go wrong." We'd have been gentler on this if it was yeah, two fifty.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Much I, gentler. Yeah, and I but think you expect more if you pay more.
0: Paid a fucking yeah. fiver for this. <laughs> <clear enough. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a fucking nonsense, and um, you know the pricing. I actually did a and go online and just do a blank dear publisher i, I, know, I this saw is that. Ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah i just did a uh, it's it's well, just maddening but this is
2: bringing us kind of onto the the the, the meat of the episode as it were we we're using this as kind of like that yeah. punisher comic as a framing device yeah. for yeah
0: yeah what because coming
2: up? and it, as you said Tony it commits all the cardinal sins yeah this yeah.
1: punisher
0: yeah because now we're going to um properly We've still got our soapboxes, haven't we? Liz? I've still yeah, got mine. Yeah, I'm yeah. still still in mine. Brilliant. Yeah. I've got a house full of them, man. Because yeah. <laughs> um, now... From the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just quite funny that this particular issue... Uh, I'm not talking about the issue, but the issue of pricing. You know, this was bubbling up just as all these other instances about publishing and people, people crying about how American... You know, US comics, the, the distribution is terrible and you have, like... Lots of discourse online about it, um, and it all sort of happens at once, doesn't it, Lance? It's sort of like, oh God, I'm really, I'm really annoyed about this. Oh, it seems like there's a lot of talk
1: about yeah. it. Um, at the moment, it, it's it's actually not too bad at the moment. I think it's quite constructive. Yeah. I think barring yeah. a few voices who just can't be shown to be wrong about something. Oh
2: man, that's terrible, or, terrible. Yeah or, yeah, or can't yeah. be
1: shown to be just like too fucking mad about it. You know, yeah. too crazily foaming in the mouth about it. There's I think start you know, there's a few people who talked about it. there's the ICV two thing, which is a guy who actually I've got the name of his shop. Do you want there, me to actually.
2: read that what he's put and we could go through it? He's or is it a yeah. bit much? It's, it's, it's a bit, a bit it. long,
1: isn't it? But I don't yeah. know if you want to pick a couple of bits out, Dan. So this is the guy who owns Coliseum of Comics, which as I understand it is a few different shops, isn't he? So he's boil. written yeah, he's written a piece for ICV two, which is is not like it's not like a bleeding call or the beat or anything like that is it two. it's very um kind of straight down the middle yeah kind of mostly a lot of business orientated stuff you can actually pay more for icv2 to get better sales figures and stuff like that it's a sort of marketplace i know a couple of comic shop owners who go there that's their place to go Mm. yeah did you want to talk just talk what was in it
2: yeah kind of journalism but someone said it this week saying, like it tells you the stuff you don't particularly want to hear about because it can be uncomfortable truths and uh this chaps uh, listed a few first one showed about uh price one uh 399 comics I would say 2.99 but we've increased rents labor insurance costs to cover so 3.99 4.99 is more non-starter with too many fans so
1: yeah that's well, what this backs if you if you listen to Challengers, which is the big comic shop in Chicago they've been quite open I, th- I think this may be in their podcast I heard someone talking mm. about it saying that they can't sell comics off the shelf so they sell they put comics on the shelf they can't even sell comics by the big names like Snyder or Tinian or anyone like that they they sell their pull list and they put comics on a shelf and nobody buys them Oh man yeah
2: we've got two which is fewer covers I I don't really frequent a comic shop very Often, so I, I have to take his word on this. Maybe you can pitch in st t a Few covers. I know this gets some pushback from every corner, but without focus, it's all about the value of the covers and not what's between them. Max of two covers. While you're at it, give us a hook to sell, not just another convention commission piece with no indication of what's inside
1: the comic covers. Yeah, I think some. Some. I mean, it used to be. I mean, I'm. I, I've only ever done variants in the case of one set of comics, really. one or two um but then when it when master kung fu came back i I did a lot of variants from that just because you know i wanted them all and i was mad about it but i think they've become lazy i think a lot of them are you know i've a lot of them will be stuff that's appeared on patreon i've seen a little bit of talk about this about people have a patreon or whatever it is and suddenly that will be a cover later on also i've seen a lot of talk recently about people who do commissions um and then there was somebody will say, "Oh, it's nice to see that commission I paid for is now a, a variant cover." Mate, that's fucking St. Kells, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's pretty lively, isn't it? Uh, we got. What's uh, your thoughts about that, V? Would you be happy with that if you paid for a commission then? No, nope. no. no.
0: Okay. Um, no. I, and unless there was discourse right at the beginning, there was yeah, communi- there openness. was communication yeah. about it. It was like, you know, here's the if I'm going to do a commission for you, is it okay if it, it you know, if someone asks for it in the future to be used? Because then I I'd would probably reach I, out I, to him. I probably be like, I'd be like, "That's great," because it may be a cover, but I'll have the original. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you yeah. don't know that, and you all of a sudden it's used on a cover, I'll be like, "What?" <laughs> I think <laughs> it's
2: up to yeah the the artist to reach out to the person in the commission, if possible. I'm not sure if that is possible because you might not know who they are. Or we'll then just use that as a base point and then redraw it from scratch I mean,
1: and. It's horses for courses, isn't it? It very much depends on the case. So say for example, it one of you was fifty and I was buying you a special commission off uh I don't know, Rod Rice to yeah. um to give to you right. This is a special commission for Vince or Dan, because I know they love this character. And I've got you it. and I gave it to you and I said, I've got you a special special commission. And you're like, I'll oh, turn you're the best bloke ever. Um, like as you used to. And um and then like you walk into a comic shop a couple of months later and you go, I thought that was specially for me, you fucking wanker. That's yeah. on the cover of Batman this week. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of that. It's horses for courses, I think, isn't it? But like, if you say, oh, the, do you mind if I use this for a cover? And you go, no, no, no problem at all, mate. And then, of course, the value of it probably goes up as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. As
2: as you said, V, it kind of like the, you own that piece now. So, right, we'll quickly shift on to uh, number three, editors who are editors. Too many stories are lackluster and agenda-driven. Too many covers are con sketch dribble with no sales point. Did I just do that one? No, that's the
1: one previously no, I- no, and I think like the, editor, the editorial thing, I think, I think is a, a big point. And having yes. me, met editors from various comic companies and worked with some, I don't think they've got a grip enough.
2: No, I used to, be, I always thought the kind of the editor was the Elder States person. I use gender yeah. neutral language to kind of keep the kind of ship on course and like everything's pointed in the right direction. But from what I can tell, there seems to be le- little editorial kind of oversight and things just go ahead. That's like, why are you fucking doing that? That's
1: I mean, my terrible. example always goes back to Sam at Nobrow and the books that he edits. You know, books like In Waves and stuff like that. He takes them from the start. He helps craft them. He gives advice to the creator. He gives him like solid advice. Why don't you do this? Have you thought about this? Yeah. What about this? You know, yeah. what about this use of color? La 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 la. And then he's part of the almost part of the creative team, like a like a hand on on the till tiller. You know, yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Sort of thing. Um, and then it comes out. But these guys are just uh page and uh, we've got a page 3 sent to the colorist yep. you know and they should be spotting things like that like no earpiece and you know they should be crafting that sort the, of thing yeah but i know they're not paid as well now these i think in the no. days when it used to be len Wein and Marv wolfman and roy thomas well
2: and it's we, that kind of goes around to part of the business thing of like they're earning less money so they they drop the prices of what they're paying and that leads to an inferior product so less people buy it and then it becomes a vicious circle that yeah you invest
0: less because you're earning less and then that just but what are they being asked to do what is um i mean job yeah we don't know but like just say you you go for a job as an editor what are they being told to do uh and certainly mm-hmm. what is that you know corporate guidelines of like oh by the way make sure that it isn't this this and this
1: yeah you i know? mean i've i've edited two i did it under a pen name but I've edited two books for a a uk comic company now and um, I was in at the start of them, and I spoke to the creator throughout. And I, I, I think I told you, and I had to rewrite a lot of the dialogue because they were um, from another country. Do you remember? Mm, yeah. Um, and to me, it, I didn't, I didn't get paid for either of those two jobs. Yeah. But I took care in it because my job, my my pen name was going to be on the book, you know. Yeah. Um, and I wanted it to be good because I really yeah. liked the creator. Yeah. That's
2: yeah. fair play. I mean, every editorial editor that I've worked with on the professional things, I've worked in a couple of uh, relatively big magazines. The buck always stops stops with them, and mm-hmm. they want to make sure that everything's kind of. Uh, if a journalist does something wrong, the journalist will might get it in the net, but if the editorial editors signed it off and said no, that's that's the angle we're going to take, but they it's... got to fucking.
0: Take it on the chin, but there's also like the the planning and like scheduling of of things like yeah. this. you know we hear yeah. about um there's just there's just no time to create these books when we see like a mainstream book that looks glorious is written glorious it, you know everything that's gone through, and if the creators have had a great time doing it, it's it's brilliant but there's just no time. It's not like we had 18 months to work on this storyline and do all of this and get the best work. That, you you don't have that. There is no. And like, certainly when comics were done back in the day, they were churn them out, churn them out, get, get them, just get them out there. always uh, perfect I, either, man. Yeah, but yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, There's yeah. a little um, bit more heart and soul in them somehow. But, but at the same time, and uh, we've seen this before, or we've heard this before, titles are announced like this is going to be hitting the shelves in like three months and artists who are working on them haven't received anything for the things that they've got to draw to be in that issue that's going to be there
1: we we can't say who but we recently had an example just about a month ago didn't we of a guy who had been in previews for a good couple of weeks and still hadn't had the script through from the writer Mm, yeah
0: yeah um
2: one other point in there i I forgot to mention it's on that 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 point number three editors editors it says it is clear neither marvel or dc has a publishing plan beyond the current reboot
1: yeah okay which is pretty
2: fucking damning.
1: that's sad isn't it i mean yeah. we look at we look at all books now and think it's <coughs> going to be rebooted there's no yeah. depth to it don't we but no, how time many times has daredevil done, Ms. Mar- been yeah, yeah. Marvel? yeah. yeah. captain marvel another one this week yeah. you know another one
2: another issue one mm. yeah uh,
1: like she-hulk no. they just stopped it and then put a they put another she-hulk and paul called it savage she-hulk and put it out the yeah. following month
0: yeah I remember when they but made then a big deal about changes. going. Yeah, yeah, I remember when they made a big deal about going back to original numbering, and now yeah. it's so off and on that when they choose to do that, I'm like, what? Two numbers. Yeah. What issue? What issue is it? What? Um,
2: it's, it's weird because it's like kind of this isn't working. The sales are dropping. Mm-hmm. No one's liking this. So let's change the name of it. We won't change any other aspect of it. We we'll keep the same writer, same art team, and everything, and then we'll see how that gets on. Well, it's, isn't it not going to fail because? Yeah, yeah, you're not addressing the issues. Yeah. I almost so, feel
1: like we've got too many comics out there at the moment. I, yeah, I, yeah I, it up a bit. and I, from Marvel and I DC, think, yeah. need to trim so, back.
0: So, at the at the basics, what are the problems that we're talking about?
1: So, what this? the three between us? Yeah, you know? yeah. So, we've got yeah. you've done Price, Vince, so I think yeah. we've kind of we'll probably talk about it a bit more That's as we go along, but yeah, you, yeah, we've but... kind of covered that, haven't we? Um, I was going to do um PR and um. And getting a book out there and recognising and getting people to hear it. And Dan's mm. going to talk a little bit about distribution. Yeah. 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 Um. I suppose that's the way it follows, does it? First, we have pro- you know, pricing, then we yeah, have um, I I think PR yeah. publicity. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So let's let's just finish off a little bit of pricing chat. Okay. Um. The boring numbers bit. So make yourself a cup of tea, everyone. Um. No. Um. <laughs> obviously, I have we and we have our gripes with the digital pricing and stuff. Um. The issues with pricing do not just stem to that um it's also collections the pricing of books um like hard covers you know there's sometimes there's there's vintage collections that are reprinted and brought out again that you think that would be quite nice i can't afford that yeah, yeah. 32 that... quid
1: for an epic collection is madness <laughs> i looked at yeah. that new warriors
2: one thought that'd be interesting because i quite like used to like reading new warriors and there's taylor like so, an and uh...
1: Yeah, I think I think that's pretty steady for um, Epic Collections. Is their thirty two quid each?
2: Fucking million times.
1: Mate, they're putting stuff in those Epic Collections. In some cases, is fifty years old, if not more.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's um, you know, it it is totally it's selling it to you know men of our age. uh, Yeah, yeah, the sports fans. Do you know what I mean? The people who are going to buy the New Jersey every year just because they love that team. I think that's diminishing, and I think it's one of those. It's totally, yeah. You know, there are there are people who would ride or die at Marvel or DC for the longest time, um, and there's certain certainly like, yeah, it's Marvel. So there are people who only read Marvel. Oh, by the way, if that's you, or by the way, more power to you.
2: Read the
1: comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read the comics. If you read. get pleasure out of it, man, you fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, you say that a friend of mine. and God! I mean, I do it, man. I read them all. But the a friend of mine on another podcast, um, I won't say his name, but he said recently in a fairly open forum, he said he's always read Marvel. You know, apart from I think a break at college type thing. Mm. Um, but he wouldn't miss it. There's nothing there that he would miss if he stopped now. No. Yeah. Yeah. And like for you, Tony. There's been
0: for the longest time there's like titles that you're like, I'm you know, I I get this every every month or whatever, just because oh, yeah, sh- still. But there's but surely there's there's times where you're like, I think I might stop this. Yeah, if you're doing this. that, they've got a problem. Mate, I I,
1: yeah. I buy stuff I've bought every I own every uncanny X Men, for example. And I will always buy the main X Men title and that's kinda of stuck in, you know. But then again I've always bought every Flash issue that's come out, for example. Yeah. Mm. It so pissed me off, the quality of that new issue, that I'm not buying it now. And that's the first really? in decades. That's Same with Thor recently. Yeah. yeah, that's happened to me quite a lot. And I paid um, £4. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this story now, because I promise you I'll tell you. I? So I put I put a um, a couple of pages from the, one of the new Amazing Spider-Man issues out uh, on the Slack, and I just put, oh, just fuck off, or something like that. It was, they were just so terrible, so <laughs> poorly... It just uh, wasn't a, a, a very mature response, no. Tony. Yeah, I know. It was just,
2: it just, <laughs> Sometimes you it, just need that visceral
1: I just reaction. needed to get it yeah. out. Yeah, it just so pissed me off sitting there on the couch. And I was looking at these pages, and I thought, it's just, one, it looks like a really badly drawn ambush bug page. It just wasn't Spider-Man. You know, it wasn't the Spider-Man I was expecting, and or that I should expect, put it that way. And um, Kieran, <laughs> Kieran Squires, friend of the show, he went, how much did you pay for that then? And I went, Uh, I said uh, and I sort of did an embarrassed face and put £4.80 right Yeah. and all he said to me was Tony I wish I could give you a hug (laughs) (laughs) and internally I was weeping you know it's like one of those I'm just like I I know I keep saying it but I'm just
2: such a mug I feel like you've been fucking mugged off
1: Yeah, and it doesn't help some
2: of the attitude you get from some of the creators that Oh, it's,
1: just, I mean I, I, I actively mean that, ignore avoid listening to what creators say anymore. I but, Avoid it. But yeah. also,
0: um I mean this is this is completely over the top, of course. But Tony, you're an addict, right? I know I am, yeah. Completely. And and yeah, yeah. they are the dealer who's taking advantage of you having this addiction to it. Yeah. That's that's what it is. It's like, well, he'll
1: always buy it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? And the thing is they take the piss out of me as well because Oh, I, I so some of the series I buy. I buy the Avengers. I buy the X Men. You know, I buy Spider Man. I buy. I used to buy Thor. I buy Batman. I buy Superman. But if there's like another Avengers title, like the Avengers meet the Teenage Mutant Ninja, so even worse than that, you know, the Avengers meet yeah. a new video game character or something, they'll put it in my 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 bin, and I'll sometimes just buy it. But recently, I have to say, recently, last two years, um. I've been giving them back and saying, I didn't order this, guys. You know, and the night terrors thing recently, I should have given back. Because it was just terrible. But they seem to have just like, loaded my pull list with about you know 20 issues of night terrors that I never asked them for. They never asked me if I wanted them. And I'm like, what is this shit? Yeah, why are you giving me this? Yeah. To be fair, the only reason I didn't is because it was the week I got back from America... And I'd been away because i have been away at work as well. I'd been away for three weeks. So I was actually p- picking, picking up four weeks' worth of comics. And I thought, I just felt bad. <laughs> I don't know why. I just felt bad about giving them four-week-old comics back because I thought they won't be able to sell them, which is a terrible way to be. I'm not doing yeah. them a favour. And they're certainly not doing me a favour. Yeah. They're, not, they're not the most expensive place in, in the UK to buy comics, but they're not far off, you know. It's, yeah, I mean, there's some shops in the. There's certainly at least one shop in the UK that's doing dollar for pound prices now, which hey, is outrageous.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah, that's,
1: that's, I mean, that's not good, uh, it's not I mean,
0: I mean, I'd love. and um, we've got some uh, friends, of, of course, who listen to the show that other, working in indie comic shops, and as we always say, more power to you, fight the good fight. Um, we love to know, um, what what is your pricing process not we don't have to know you know what why could people be doing things like that do you know what i mean because it it sounds madness to us but also i don't work in a comic shop i don't the the final financials are completely foreign to me
1: so for for the u.s listeners it might be worth mentioning this because what are we at the moment i think we're about one one dollar 24 aren't we i think against the pound at the moment which isn't which is pretty weak for the pound Hmm. um and so this is the this is the uh, translation between the two in currently in gosh, which I think is pretty fairly standard now. For a three dollar ninety nine comic, we're paying three pound ninety. Mm. So that doesn't work. It no, doesn't no. translate across, does it? Uh six ninety nine, we're paying six pound eighty. Five ninety nine, five pound eighty five. Um and nine dollars ninety nine, we're paying nine pound eighty. That doesn't I mean it's lip service to making it yeah. cheaper. But you yeah. like, yeah, 20 pence, they're not good. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh... I mean, I get 10% off in Gosh, but I'm not sure why, actually. I think it's because they sell my comics as well. I'm not actually <laughs> sure why. There's there
2: you go. a strange thing that they, they do. Like, the the pricing for a digital is not much different from the physical copy. And they do the same thing with video games. And right. I'm sure there's a strategy to it, and I don't really understand why. Because
3: yeah.
2: may, maybe they're not ready to make the jump of, we make the, the digital one. I think I, too, I think they, they might off. have a
1: limit where they get to a point where the higher ups says if we get to this point where we're only making this much, floppies go to digital only. Yeah. I well, kind I mean, of so as I that can much. tell,
2: they're well on the way. Yeah, they're well on the way. There's someone at some point that's going to say we're going to make the press because uh, I work on uh, newspaper, show magazine, and the price of paper is just going up and up and up. The price of postage is going up and up and up. And that will affect the price of the distribution. Yeah. And with the digital, you've only got production costs and then popping it online.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean the thing but... is Gosh is the only the only game in town. Hmm. Really. Well, we've talked about this before. We've got the Fin yeah. Planet, which isn't is a shop that sells comics, not a comic shop. And then you have to go a fair distance out to get to Mega City. Yeah. So that's all we're left with in London, which is what one of the fucking top five biggest cities in the in the world or something, isn't it? You know?
2: The nearest hmm. one to me is about an hour and fifteen minute drive and it's one-third a comic shop, and the rest of it is like uh, tabletop RPGs and bits right. and bobs like that. So, again, it's a shop that has comics in it. It's not a comic for, shop. For
1: those that are saying, oh, no, comic shop's doing fine, there was also another, the Spidey web shop, I think it's in New York. There's a video yeah. doing the rounds of the guy sitting there crying, saying, got closed, can't do it.
2: The idea yeah. of them, it's kind of doing well. When you're getting lots of big comic shops in, there's a massive issue. I mean, a couple of years ago, do you remember there was they did that, uh, the retailers and trades, at one of the big comic cons this was pre-covid yeah one of the guys got up and said like you can't keep doing this man like i'm not fucking selling anything you gotta sort it out and he got absolutely derided and
1: we just had jim Jim hanley's clothes as well which is a massive deal in new york you know I, i spent many many thousands of pounds in that shop in my life you know it's a great shop um, quickly
2: rocking back to the, the 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 points before we move on to your one t uh, we've got uh, characters are iconic for a reason the movies never got trashed until they leaned into what make characters decade-long successes changes give the story but invariably you need to touch base with what brought them gender swaps sexual orientation changes and outright changes to who's in the suit are short-term headline grabbers without long-term sales with very few exceptions uh, is
1: that the thing where he said it makes Wednesday Warriors walk away or something? Is that is that the, the not, he he might have said that's in another part of the article in these kind of oh, okay. point numbers, right. it doesn't mention
2: that. Got uh five tell stories about prophesizing. Uh, I've beat this drum for a decade and more, but here we are chasing away a large portion of a customer base where every new tale as they want entertainment, not ser- a serialized sermon. <laughs> right,
3: okay.
2: So yeah. you could move that round to uh PR yeah I mean
1: I actually think a serialized sermon is needed in some places because so, it's just a fucking medium after all you know yeah. it can be but is it really needed in the Spider-Man comic I would argue no. maybe not you know yeah. although they did the 9-11 comic they've, didn't they which they've was a, done
2: you know. it's done uh, I was arguing with to, someone today about this but like there's a difference between and we mentioned it loads of times between discuss discussing and exploring a, a subject as opposed to almost like pointing the finger at the reader Saying why are you like this, why do you think this way, and it's like all about how oh, it's done. I yeah. think, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. exactly, it's the execution. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. We uh, are l- fucking banged on about it. that last Punisher comic where his wife just berates the Punisher and the reader. <laughs> I was just like, this is an absolute unforced error. Why are you having a go at your own readership? The only people that are buying this title, you're fucking having a pop at them and saying you shouldn't be like this, you shouldn't be enjoying this, and it's like I, I just. I couldn't believe I was reading that fucking title. Uh, but yeah. there we are. <laughs> I yeah. said I'm going to get too ranty. I'm fucking <laughs> trying it's to family. hold it in a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, I do find it frustrating that, like, you get all these brilliant characters to work on and you've got these resources at your you command and then you're doing stuff like this, which you just... Uh, and then wondering why you fucking have to go on uh, Twitter and ask for fucking money to pay your rent.
1: So <laughs> yeah, I, just, I know. yeah. yeah. Yeah, comics doing fine, though. But can you pay for a laptop, fine, please? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for the, the third or fourth month in a row. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> move on to publicity. So how, how are Sorry, they publicizing v. their comics? Should we move on to that one, guys? What do you think? Yeah. Okay. So I had a look through uh, my pull list, and there's quite a lot going on in comics um, at the moment. And I thought I'd just do an open question. Can you tell me any big events that are coming, guys? We We nope. talk about comics every day. We're in the nope. comics world. We, can you guys tell me any big events that are coming in comics?
0: Um, not when they're the big companies. I, have I know Krakoa's okay. kind of just ended. I, I certainly have absolutely that.
1: no concept of what's happening in DC. Okay, no. right, fine. So that's interesting, isn't it? When you think there are there are quite a lot of things happening on there's the sort of Cat Catwoman-Batman war going on. There's this big Spider-Gang war coming up. There's um, a superior Spider-Man started again. Um, do you know who's wandering around dressed in the Spider-Man costume at the moment? No idea. Aren't may night crawler? What? Yeah, yeah. The um. So there's all this stuff going on, which I I read them, so I know. But you two guys are so entrenched. I mean, we're kind of in the PR game here in a way, not in that we get anyway. fucking paid for it. Yeah, but we we do it out of love, don't we? You know, we're we're quite up for. You know, if one of the writers said, "Oh, give me a shout about my Spider-Man comic," we'd be all over mm. it. We'd yeah. do it straight away, wouldn't we? So yeah. we're kind of in it a bit like that, and. You guys don't know what's going on at the big companies. Yeah. I think that speaks a lot as to what they are doing, what they should be doing. That,
0: um I mean, if we look at it like this, we just spent fifteen, twenty minutes talking about a new Marvel comic, right? Okay? This is this is quite a big thing for this show. We don't normally don't normally do that. That happened purely the most I read about it was one article when it was announced, okay? And us discussing it on this show, the more we talked about it, the more it's like, "Oh, let's read this, let's look forward. let's see what they do with this." My enthusiasm to read that issue had absolutely nothing to do with any marketing
1: that particularly happened about that comic. Well, we what said marketing? we were going to do it, didn't we yeah so we talk we talked we talked about it. the enthusiasm amongst us got us to read it, yeah, we That's the way I it
2: is. went online after the couple of days after it'd been out and looked up the hashtag of the character and there was people saying oh here's a new Punisher comic here's my review here's the new Punisher comic no one discussing it there was no kind of back and forth from people discussing what happened in the comic what they yeah. think was happening blah yeah. blah blah maybe uh, Twitter or X isn't the place to do that anymore I think it's but, really uh, stopped
1: being that it? I, yeah, I th- yes. I'm I think, not even sure if it ever was
0: that I think with social media, I think um, it's also a market where we follow the creators we like. Um, Usually um, it's due to their work and, hey, if they turn out to be a good person as well, that is a bonus oh, so, we, so yeah. We, yeah we continue and we agree with them and we interact with them and you can have you know you can have one-on-one conversations with the creator that, that you was net- the beauty
1: of twitter the, when it started yeah yeah.
0: It? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah 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 i'd rather just have can you know, have ignorance and just have the stories the good stories and i yeah. would not know who was really written, yeah.
1: written by i'm such a sad sack i remember like people like bendis replying to messages i sent him yeah. or even sometimes some of the creators i really love just liking things i'd said mm. i fucking screenshot those motherfuckers yeah yeah, yeah. Do you know what i mean I, I was so excited
0: uh my recommendation for this week is uh, one of the creators I'm, I'm a big fan of and it was purely when it was announced it was all on instagram posting up bits of artwork and i thought i've got to read I you know immediately saw the first post brilliant i'm in they kept promoting that They kept on the, uh, you know, this was months ago when it was first announced. They kept promoting it. They did different little ads for it. You know, I mean, they were a designer as well, so they could do these little animated ads. There wasn't any, you know, here's what I think about this. It was like, this book's out now. You should check it out. We hope you enjoy it kind of thing. That's what it was, just constantly. And seeing the work for you, you know, when you're seeing it with your own eyeballs, you're like, yeah, that looks beautiful. I want to get that book. Sometimes when you're online, a creator is can be too pleased with their own voice about a, a thing that has nothing to do with the fucking comics yeah. that like, oh, I've by the way, I'm writing the, the big new Marvel uh event this year, you know. Uh, and if you, if you looked at the Marvel printout it'd probably be nothing will ever be the same again. You know they do. There we go. And but <laughs> yeah. you in six months, you'll probably hear me talk about it a, a few times because the rest of the time, I'm shouting about something else. Yeah. When people make fucking, you know, people say all oh, these Hollywood people they're getting paid loads of money just to be in this film. Well, no, because they've also they're also getting paid the money to fucking market the film afterwards, all the interview yeah. and promote it. Just because you've made the book doesn't mean you can't fucking stop talking about it. You got you got to fucking, yeah. and yet it's always now like here is the thing i like here's the thing i don't like i'm gonna rail about this i'm gonna talk about yeah. this where's the books
1: mm. yeah i'm now an, an expert on the cenotaph what was it last week yeah. Gaza. you know it's like that isn't it mm. the I've... well, I you split it into sorry to interrupt dan go on sorry mate
2: that's all right. no one of the things is like the social media interaction and follower count uh, i've hired people to do comic stuff for me i'm sure you guys have done similar and i look at what they do online and if Man, they, I've like, done it? Promote... I've done it for
1: comics companies. You know yeah. I have. Yeah. If they
2: promote their stuff and they're actively like engaging with the audience, that money's also buying all their me hiring them's also buying all their eyes on my work. If it's someone being an absolute arsehole,
1: yeah, it's just yeah. like I can more... tell you now companies won't hire you if you're yeah.
2: being a twat. why, on, why am on I going to get you? Because no one yeah. fucking likes you. So if I make a book and put a book out with your art on the cover, everyone's like, oh, yeah. it's that fucking twat. Yeah. I won't yeah. get yeah. it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we're not but saying is... you have to be lifeless. Photocopy no. the PR. You've just no. got to be, you know, check this out. This is out this let's weekend be, and you should be really be excited about it. Yeah. Not a, not if a 12 you're a, year
1: old schoolgirl. And if you're a yeah. raging
2: asshole, don't say anything. Leave it yeah, in yeah. doubt.
1: Uh, never stops us. <laughs> never yeah. stops us. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so sure. I've, I've sort of split it. I think there's a couple of different areas to this. I think in relation to PR, you've got the, the PR that's done by the company, which I'm going to talk about in a second, the PR that's done by the creator, which you've just touched on there, and also the PR that's done by the shop, which is almost something of a thankless task. And I think there's a couple of the um the shops I've seen online talk about this. So
2: Danielle I, fucking flies yeah. that fucking flag. Yeah. She's an absolute legend for that shop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing I I bought things because OK Comics and Danielle Toot has said it on yeah online. They, they've they've yeah. shown yeah.
2: books and look at this, look at that, it's our top ten. Look at this panel. Look at this, and it's like, man, that is yeah. fucking great. Yeah, it's very, Appar- but,
0: but the thing is, it's it's varied. It's not sort of like it's no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not it's not just, just their mates.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Same with strange apparitions. I I buy stuff because he sticks it on his Instagram stories. Yeah, it's just just that because he'll, he'll every day he'll put out about thirty things, and I flick through. Oh my god, there's a load of like plant the Apes stuff there. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like that with him. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I'm going to come at this a little bit um with some knowledge and it my my stuff relates to PR in the UK comics uh, okay. industry and it relates to probably three or four companies I've had dealings and worked for um and I think we're overestimating the knowledge base within comic companies I think um a job that that appears at a comic company is is rarely filled by someone with our knowledge of comics mm genuinely it's it's genu- generally a low paying role mm. and, and it's i ge- i think we do have to
0: sometimes realize though don't we Yeah. Uh, as much as we rail against it they're jobs yeah they are yeah. they are jobs yeah. do you know what i mean i i don't necessarily you know know all these things do you know what i mean sometimes you go there because you need the work and you know you don't have to be an ex- expert but hopefully you
1: do your job well and, you know. and hopefully you become an expert. Yeah. 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 I think you need to quite quickly with any job, become an expert in what you're doing. Mm. You know, anyone who takes on a new job, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. But the, it's not fucking brain surgery, but do you know what I mean, there's a lot of stuff to, to know. Yeah. And having done this for a couple of companies, I can tell you now that at these companies there are a lot of people who are straight out of university. A lot of them start, starting a comic company because they're interested in, publishing in a much wider sense not just comics um for example the person who was in charge of publicity at one comic company who was in charge of the pr and getting review copies in hands and getting good pull quotes and getting word of mouth had never listened to a comics podcast didn't really know about the comics landscape of websites and just stuck to maybe two or three sites um, most notably just the guardian and just generally chased um getting a pull quote from somebody they thought was cool um i think that's most notable in the recent 2000 ad anniversary podcast no live stream stuff they did which was just full of people they thought were cool journalists people they thought were cool comedians who had no real knowledge about these comics so i think we we overestimate that thing and i did um I did a uh, an excel sheet with all the main British, American and Canadian podcasts and all the all the different websites that would and we you know word of mouth sprang up about in it's certainly in the comic world sprang up about the books that I was helping with. And I think we make that mistake. We think these people know all about comics and everything like that, but they I mean at, at no browse Sam is an absolute ambassador for comics mm. and he listens to us and he listens to it you know 11 o'clock for example um but some of the people who work for him wouldn't wouldn't have ever heard of because they do also do kids books but i remember there's the famous case where the designer had never heard of 2000 ad who oh, was yeah. designing science fiction comics you know and uh, that was kind of one of my roles there was to sort of say oh no they have a look at this this is really good what about this you know that sort of thing and i think we make the mistake a lot of them just straight out of university. You know fairly low-paying jobs, but they've always wanted to work in publishing, which is what they see this as. Graphic novels are now part of publishing. I yeah. think we've also got a lot of people who see, because they're much younger than us, they've never been in a world where comics have been a mass medium product. So they've never they've never seen comics on the shelves that we would buy every Sunday, and our parents would buy for us when they bought the Sunday papers, for example. You know, they've never stopped at a John Menzies or something like that and bought, you know. A copy of Mandy or a copy of Misty or a copy of Valiant or a copy of Battle or anything like that they've never been in that world so they see it as a niche market and they I think sometimes are swept away by th- seeing it as this cool product that is quite yeah. niche like being into a cool band that nobody else has heard of yeah. they're caught up with that world and it's they don't have the vision across what is truly quality to be able to see it. They don't have that broad vision that perhaps we, yeah. we have because we're so old. Mm. It's a weird world, man. i tell you that. <laughs> oh,
2: God.
0: Yeah. Well, knowledge, um,
2: or knowledgeable, at least. Kind of...
0: but, yeah. but there's
2: also... If you in... Sorry,
0: Dan. you carry, you carry on.
2: No, Seb, you went into another industry with that kind of, like, the narrow vision. You'd get found out very quickly.
1: Yeah. Like, but oh, if, I'm but the thing is, with kids now, them you them can't them. find them out, can you? You can't find them yeah. out because you, you can't tell them anything. You but, know. Uh,
0: there's, there's an interesting... Um, there's people um i know like younger people people with people who still have hopes and dreams now um but for instance they they don't really like watching movies that were made before they won't watch black and white movies or they or they won't yeah. watch movies before 1980 or 1985 or something like that because <laughs> um, <laughs> they so weren't because they because yeah. they weren't born then then i start crying uncontrollably sobbing um but Here's one. That, that, a that's, a, that's a attitude though, isn't it? There's, a, there's also yeah. an attitude thing that's just part... I think it's a cultural thing as well. It goes beyond comics, I think, as well. That kind of attitude.
2: I was at a pub on the other night and uh, there's a couple of people there, a couple of younger people under 20 or around 20s. And I started making a an A-team intro joke singing the name of someone just taking the piss out of them. And they kind of looked... Public, and it was like, the A-team? And they're like, I don't know what that is. Oh, I said something... I
1: mean, I said, I said to a 28-year-old at <laughs> work... I, I said... I mentioned Sid James and the Carry On films the other day to a 28-year-old at work, and they didn't know what they were. And this person oh, is like Cambridge graduate,
3: but
2: you've got to know. Surely yeah. you've got to. Know. That's but, like a no. real British touch point. But yeah. you
0: don't. But the thing is, you don't have to know you don't have to know they can mention stuff that we have no fucking oh, totally. concept yeah, of yeah, yeah. we have no it's, concept it's, of it's just it's that's just the way this is that Grandpa media Simpson culture me and, and, and everything and moves on you know we're always it, like it, oh i it's can't it's believe you don't it, you yeah. don't know the ealing comedy movies surely <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, it, but you know, does that also apply to the, the comics culture? I think I think it does in some ways. Yeah, but, you know. I think
1: I think you've got to know your history, man. You yeah. got you got to know it because all that stopping making mistakes that were made before bullshit, yeah. as well as there's a lot of fucking great creators who are out there. If you don't know about them, you can't hire them. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, and I think one of the other things I found, and and I've seen this recently with a couple of examples. There was someone on the Slack who had just been told a load of stuff by someone who was in some particular clique who were at war with another clique, you know, the way comics are. Mm. And, um, and they just believed it. And I think sometimes PR people go down that route as well of taking sides. Um, I won't bore you you with specifics, but I know definitely there's a, a big comics company who don't like this and don't like that and don't like them. So they don't, Go to these people who are in. I mean, I, I don't. I don't agree with everyone's politics in the world. There's no one in this yeah. world who has an exact polit- political opinion as me. But I can have a discussion with them. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you're looking to sell a comic, it doesn't matter whether you agree with them about the fucking i i trickle down economics or not. You've right. got to sell a comic for these people. You know.
0: I, I love. I mean, there's one of the many reasons I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but like, he's <laughs> like, you know, I I'm on the right. But I talk to people on the left because the only way we can ever get anything done is people just talk and get yeah. things done. And um, yeah, and you don't have to have a big discussion about your politics to sort of make good comic. I mean, at the same time, if someone's an absolutely abhorrent arsehole, you should. Well, if you're a criminal, <laughs> yeah. don't
1: fucking talk to them. But if you've just got different <laughs> opinions around, I don't know, the war in Iraq or something, you should be talking to each other. Do you know what? Even even I saw Starmer talking to um, Sunak the other day, where they were lining up to do something, and. I don't particularly like either of them, but I was like, I'm glad they're talking to each other because there's some yeah. countries in this world, cough, America, where they wouldn't be. No. You know, it's madness. We've got to stick like together. A, yeah, blood enemies. But, like, yeah.
2: you've got, you kind of, you got to see see this shit through, man. Nothing yeah. gets resolved by not speaking and fucking drawing yeah. up the walls against one another.
1: And especially yeah. when it, it matters because you're talking about paying the mortgage of all these craters you've got under you. Mm-hmm. so get on with it stop playing fucking stupid games mm. yeah it's just nonsense yeah and i think there's these people who get in people's ears and say oh yeah you shouldn't be talking to them like fucking grow up
2: yeah yeah you know someone did message me once on uh, and said oh like you know so-and-so and so-and-so so okay
1: yeah we, we've we had it a couple really of times like. on here haven't we yeah yeah, and we're like all oh, right we like care we're not on, we're not we don't take sides on this comic. the only side we take me, is we if, love comics if you
2: come to me with that kind of ultimatum it says way much more about you
1: uh, totally that. totally it says so much about you yeah you're not yeah. good for comics if you're yeah. doing that yeah. yeah
0: yeah um where were we <laughs> <laughs> in, in, we're on pr the, so really that's kind of all PR. i had to say about pr yeah really. um,
1: i think as well don't shy. the other note i made for this is don't shy away from digital these days um, it's gonna go that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How do promote we th- digital? How do we think these big two companies are with the promotion?
1: Um, and I say, I don't think is... they promote to outside the fucking no. outside the bubble, man. I don't think they do it because I don't that go. I I don't I don't right have a local.
0: Go. Yeah, I don't have a local comic book shop, and I don't frequent um, the <laughs> comics uh, news sites because I don't. Have one that i like but so yeah. so i'm unaware of the press releases that someone's copying and pasting and calling it an article so <laughs> but well, <I'll> you, <laughs> the uh when they did the, the son of
2: superman came out as gate that came out like and it was worldwide news they were talking about it all over the all over the world like articles on tv stations and then that lasted
1: what five issues six and it's gone and it's like it's okay it's, we, we need to get i mean there's so many avenues to promote comics these days that we're just not doing. I mean, what do kids do? Kids spend their life on flipping apps and YouTube and stuff. Why is there not an advert for the new, you know, I we'll get, I we'll get adverts for flipping the new set of steak knives you can buy. Why can't there be an advert for the new Spider-Man comic?
2: Yeah. I mean, so they certainly seem to give a shit about the MCU stuff, but yeah, the comic stuff, not so much, but again, manga Manga's eating their fucking lunch.
1: Yeah. There's, there's, I think they're very myopic, PR people at comics companies. They just stick to what they do. It's a the job they do it nine to five, and they don't they don't reach outside. They don't really think, oh, maybe we can get on like the start of that box set. Or, the comic know, shop,
2: run should... owners are like doing a lot of it from fucking love and care. Well, the comic they shops a, a different thing, it. isn't
1: it? You know, yeah. the, in the old days, that come, you know. I think there's a couple of these comic shops we've seen pop up online recently who are saying, look, you need to help me out. I'm trying my best for you. I'm trying to sell these comics yeah. for you. You need to help me out. What about signings? What about posters? What about giveaways? You know, what about getting your creators down here? What about featuring us in your comic? You know, all this sort of thing. And, and it's just not being done. Mm. And um, they're, they're, it's a tough
2: one. I, I wouldn't like to speak direct too much market. about the
1: video. I mean, you're going to talk about direct market in a minute, Dan, but the direct market little, is, yeah. is shrinking and it's yeah. the yeah. lifeblood of these comp- companies. Why they aren't fucking actively out there visiting these shops saying, hey, how are you doing? When I did that for No Brawl, I, I tried to yeah. visit all the comic shops in the UK and said, oh, I'm from No Bra, Here's my card. Blah, blah, blah. You know, have you got anything, you know, any books you need? And, you know, how are you doing? You know, we got some posters or whatever. Here's some bookmarks, you know, this sort of thing. you got to do it.
3: Yeah.
2: we can bring it back to the distribution now yeah. because yeah. The, the main glaring points for me is like, we're selling you're selling this very niche product to a very small audience and it's rapidly getting smaller and smaller the only way i can go and buy the american comics is if a i've got to know about them first off and go online and buy one or i've got to visit a brick and mortar stop or shop or store which would go like going out of business at the rate of fucking knots and it's like how can you not see this is a real fucking problem? Because the product is, and this ties into the PR. The product is not getting in front of the people who would who would pick this up on a whim. I yeah. bought that transformer number one transformers issue into work, and I sort of said, "Oh, look at this!" And the the lady sitting opposite me said, "My son absolutely loves transformers. Where do you get this from?" And I said, "Well, yeah. you get a, you're probably best to get it off online." But she had no fucking clue that that was out. And where do, that, you that, where yeah. do you get it from? Where do you get it from? you can't fucking these specialist shops with the, like the they're, they're hardly out in, they're out there anymore and they're, yeah. they're shutting by the day and yeah. it's such a niche and it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller
0: and a lot of this stuff um you know they're they're making stories all of these characters that we love because we loved them when we were kids and kids love them um, you know, especially like a character like Spider Man, fucking tailor made for that. You know that high, oh. that web, that high sort of adventure. You know, fun sort of comics. And like, parents don't know where to because parents. Let's just say the parents aren't comic readers. We've heard many oh. times. Oh, where can I? My son loves Spider Man. Where can I get this? Parents who have gone into comic book shops and just been like, "I would like to buy this for my son, for my daughter, for." whatever, you know, there are people that don't know that would purchase stuff but they don't they don't feel like they can or do you know what I mean? I've had
1: some I've seen in the last year I've seen some terrible examples of comic shops failing people who've walked in and asked for a comic because they're really into it for their kids. It's I I almost I haven't done but I've almost felt like stepping in and saying, I'll show you something. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah.
0: Because you, you, All those you... factors
2: above apply, but you, you've talked about as well. Yeah. You went in yeah. a parent went in and said, "I'd love to buy a Spider-Man comic for my kid. Yeah. Here's the comic. It's 20 it's odd pages long,
0: and it's a fiver." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See you later then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right, it was that expensive. But you, but you could probably go right. You know, find a trade. It, here's a good story. Get them this. They'll have great yeah. fun with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or let's go to the sale section. Let's pick up something like that. Yeah, you know, if, if and God bless you, comic comic uh, shop owners who are like oh they should check out this one Yeah, great. Exactly. Um, but when it comes to those sort of recommendations as well this is going to sound really cynical but for me personally I think like the shop shouldn't really recommend the latest issue that's just come out they should go look at this this trade you know, we're probably looking, talking about a classic one from, like, I don't know, the 70s or something. You know, here's just a fun story to get your kid into it. Yeah. Because a lot of the time... It's the key a lot of...
2: element of the character that, that, yeah. that why it's so popular is because of stories like this. Yeah, yeah if you've
1: if you got, somebody's just seen the Marvels movie, someone goes into a shop and wants the new Miss Marvel, wants a Miss Marvel comic, you're going to give him that first trade, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you're you not give... gonna give them the new thing where she's suddenly a mutant and and, and then because no they won't understand. They won't be like, no.
0: Well what is this? I this isn't what I just saw. And then the yeah. parents are gonna be like, Oh great. You <laughs> know, I'm not i I'm not doing that again. And you yeah. don't want you and don't ever want someone going, Well that was waste money or well, I'm not doing that again.
1: Well that 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 also plays into quality. Doesn't it? Yeah. A comic. I know we're not yeah. we're not we're doing we're not doing a deep dive on no, the quality no, no, of a comic, but no. it plays into everything. Accessibility into, is a,
0: accessibility yeah. is a huge part of comics, which I think doesn't really get the highlight in terms of distribution. And this is you why you can't I, fucking get them anywhere. But, you can't but, get them <laughs> anywhere. But, but
1: it's no, none of this, none of this is worth talking about unless the comic is good. Yeah. It's not worth yeah, paying for if yeah. it's good. It's not worth distributing if it's not good. And yeah. it's not worth publicizing if it's yeah. not good. And there's a lot of product out there that is very fucking substandard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And of course, we could, you know, we can say the platitudes. Oh, just make good comics, I and mean, we, you know, like Rob Luffield done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just make um, good
2: comics. That's the that's
0: the yeah, solution. And of course, that's it's a little more fucking <laughs> difficult. really fucking that. difficult, and no doubt, working for these bigger publishers, it's an uphill struggle dealing, going through all the loopholes and stuff like that. So there's probably all of these things that we're not taking into account. To, um, carry on. Down. I say to
2: round this off because kind of we're getting near the near the yeah, end yeah, of things, yeah, yeah. This guy's actual plan. He says set a minimum for each title by store. Every issue that. Every issue over the moon that is sold to brick and mortar retailers was 60 cents. This puts books on the stands, minimizes cost to retailers, and print helps print runs. So why should you listen to any of this? Because your livelihood is tethered to the retail community. Rome is on fire. Fiddle or get on the phone with some of your key retail partners yeah. and find out what it's like out here, but prepared for some ugly stories. Without some immediate action, I see 25% of the retail stores closing at the end of the first quarter of 2024. Yeah. So that's kind of. Yeah, the that two years going. thing
1: was something that a lot of people were talking about. I, yeah. I, I had no idea it was that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's an American it store, la, yeah. la la la. You know, but I think two years, fucking hell. That's like fucking on its last legs. Yeah.
0: And I, I and there's something like when we talk about like, how things are struggling and the numbers of comics are dwindling and stuff, I want to be very clear about something, right? Because this is always the pushback. When someone go, goes, US comics. Are having a problem now? You know they're not selling as well. Someone will inevitably come back with like uh, Dogman or something like that. Yeah, that's a different fucking market. That's a different. Yeah, that's a. Yeah. that's like Scholastic. It's, right, we you cannot compete with what those guys are doing. And they're making great ca- graphic novels, and they making they're doing all they're selling gangbusters. They so are, pretend
2: they're the same thing. Is you? The they are not also in your league. Our
1: market. Also, our market won't move over from reading the Avengers, yeah. Next Men every month to reading Dogman because yeah. it's, it's a completely different thing. Yeah, yeah, it's and just it's, a medium. We're one part of it. It's just like television is, like movies are, like books are. We're yeah. just one. The comic, yeah. American comic and the British sort of flat, flashback from that is one area of a massive yeah. medium. Yeah. And that's what yeah. we're talking about. And yeah. so to sort of it's say an... the
2: medium's doing really well, so
0: therefore there's not a problem in our. Yeah. the
1: medium's doing really well. It's nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, total nonsense. nonsense? Yeah, it's you like know? oh well,
0: this title's doing re- really well. Well, that's brilliant for that creator. What about the.
1: Yeah. I said this
2: before we came on the show when the people were saying, yeah, but look, all these manga titles are doing really well. Comics are doing great. So, yeah, but there's no fucking British comics in there. Yeah. There's no yeah. fucking yeah. British players.
0: Yeah. Where's
2: all the British comics? They're all fucking gone. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. They're reading the comics. Yeah, but it's not. Oh. And it's uh... well, You know,
1: people who are saying that ain't reading the, ma- the manga either. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: this reason is a, to score points but
1: also like, that's
0: it's another accessibility thing as well that, that can be said like um obviously manga is in like bookstores and stuff strangely enough some of the nicest yeah, but the only reason
2: that... the only reason it's got there is because people are buying it and interested in it and it's solid like yeah uh, i go into my local waterstones and i pick up a copy of Watchmen. that's been out for 40 fucking years all these comic books <laughs> like classics like mouse yeah. And stuff but, they're, they're classics but the manga is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and new
0: new stuff some of the nice nicest sort of collection of like especially indie graphic novels not so much mainstream but usually indie graphic novels are in some small indie bookshops i mean obviously yeah. they've got they've got a big you know manga section as well well laid out but i've been really surprised sometimes like holy shit there's some fantastic indie graphic novels here of all kinds all genres mm. um but at the same time, you sort of—I uh, think I sent you uh, a local one to me in, in Bath, didn't I, guys? When I said, "Oh, the manga doesn't dwarf I mean, that's it. Right. It, yeah, it yeah. doesn't dwarf it." That was nice to see. Yeah. But the accessibility of like manga as well, because it's also very clear mm. title yeah. number. That so if a parent who doesn't know anything about One Piece
1: goes into the Waterstones, One Piece won. Good one but one. Yeah, I think a lot of these people are going who who are, who are online going. Yeah, but manga. All right, try and work yeah. for manga, mate. Try and go <laughs> yeah, and work yeah, for yeah. manga. How yeah. are you doing? How's your mortgage going? Yeah, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let me know. Apply for a job as a manga yeah. artist and see yeah. how you go about.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe you do it. You move yeah. over to Japan and you like, that'd be amazing. But yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> it ain't, ain't happening. It ain't happening. I um as a sort of lifelong uh, Marvel fan as well. Uh, and I know I haven't I haven't really read Mark that Punisher was a real rare instance for me. Um I'm 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 concerned they're not gonna disappear. Comics aren't gonna fucking these these comics they, because it's it's intellectual intellectual property, so even if it's just like the lukewarmest sort of like throwaway nonsense, um, stuff will still be around in the next ten years. Mm. I just don't know in what state it'll be. Yeah, what form
2: it take.
0: Yeah. Or, I can imagine or it, whether it'll be worth reading
2: because i don't know about you i i've got no plan to sort of say this is what i think you should do like millar came yeah. out with a lot of ideas and people were kind of giving him a bit of pushback on that he came with the I maths, t- he? Yeah. yeah i me. Yeah, i couldn't fucking tell you how to turn stuff around yeah. I, I might be as blase as him putting good comics out i mean that's got to be yeah step number one like taking it back to editorial and sort of yeah. saying you, you need to sort this out as yeah. millar yeah. pointed out like uh Marvel was in bankruptcy, and they turned that around. Yeah, um, yeah. comics of the UK, the US comic market, Marvel DC has gone through multiple world wars, recessions. Yeah, but now we're here, and it's we, like... we've
1: never had a world where more people know who fucking Iron Man or Thor, yeah. Thor are. Yeah, yeah, you know, just yeah. make use of it. When I was a kid, I, what...
0: I I would I would have absolutely dreamt of the day I could walk into a toy shop and there'd be like Captain America toys, and now there's yeah, fucking fuck there's fuck fucking loads of them. Yeah, <laughs> but. I think um, the, one of the main things about all this, for, for all our concerns, is for anything to get better with with the bigger publishers, a lot of work needs to be done. A lot of work needs to be done by people who know
1: what they're doing. A lot of difficult decisions as well, I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully decisions are made for the, for the right reasons. Um, that I... I'm concerned sometimes that there's not enough long-term thinking in in. Well, in, that's com- what that guy says. He's mm. No idea.
2: Don't it's, think fucking know what they're doing.
0: It's it's short-term as well, and it also mm. suffers. It also suffers from not handling certain things right. Um, I I threatened the guys that I was going to make a wrestling comparison. Uh, oh, yeah, in, in, in this.
2: <laughs> Here it comes.
0: But. It's very much like the WWE, a few years ago, and it, the, the, some wrestling uh, listeners are probably going, oh, he's talking about wrestling. Their, <laughs> one of their big wrestlers is Roman Reigns, right? You probably know who I'm talking about. For the longest time, the WWE tried to push this guy as the hero, the biggest thing. He's the one you should be... You know, he was winning all the time. He's he's the one you should be spending all your money on. He's the one you should support. And the audience were rejecting it for it the longest take... time. No matter how many yeah. times they made him champion or whatever, they were rejecting it. They didn't want it. The, loads of people were saying, make him a bad guy. This will work. You know, if you can lean into... If the people don't like him, turn him. And they didn't do it for the longest time. And then he went away because of um, illness and you know other stuff. When he came back, he was a bad guy. Business went through the roof. And he's fucking... He's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Because it was looking at that, what do the audience... And in a weird kind of way, the audience wanted to boo, and because they got a chance to boo, they enjoyed like, it more. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, sometimes there's, there's a real sense of like, oh no, you, sh- you, should, you should like this because we're telling you you should like this. No, you don't like it? Well, you're wrong. I don't... Mate, uh, there's yeah, so much of this it's so much of telling an audience you're wrong all the time and, and, <laughs> and I i
1: to
2: punish her fucking I, issue to the fucking hill yeah
0: and you I feel, know, feel like I'm being told fucking... off all the time yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, certainly... Oh, by the, the way, pay £5 for the fucking issue.
1: Yeah. Oh, thanks. There, there's yeah. a lot of yeah, people... Pull your get... <laughs> trousers down yeah. when I'm talking yeah. to you as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 There are, of course, a lot of people who rant and rave. There's the negative bits. But there's also just the casual reader who just want to enjoy that thing. And they're being told, well, no, you're wrong. What?
1: We've got the casual reader walking away. That's the problem. Yeah. The quiet, yeah. the quiet yeah. uh, majority yeah. is walking yeah. away. The lovely people,
0: yeah. the ones that aren't going to shout and rave and mm. yeah. start a podcast... Yeah, it's
2: harder uh, to years. Fucking, well, the, what we've mentioned it's harder to reach out to them again yeah because everything's yeah. shrinking up
1: mm. can, can I just give a shout to Buncy who also mentioned Fred bars in his comment on the podcast hey. discussion uh Kieran who made some really good points as well talking about audience sizes and stuff and Simon Russell who also um talked a bit about distribution and talk about promotion as well so yeah. thanks guys for piping in all like really valid stuff yes. I think Kind of, it's all a reasonable conversation on our it, on our Slack. Someone made some
2: and, great points about conventions as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: it's yeah. an ongoing conversation. Of course, we've just been throwing some discussions around, and uh, like I say, keep it's
2: quite the, a fucking downer. Yeah. Like, it, oh, yeah, i like, yeah, it, it can. I wish it, it was better.
0: It, it can be, but there's always those times that we we turn around and go, actually, you should read this new Hulk comic because it's fucking awesome. Man, come back I mean? to
2: this fucking Wednesday morning. When <laughs> yeah, baby. Like the big yeah. games
1: out. Yeah, all got. Yeah. yeah. Complex PTSD from reading that last issue.
2: That <laughs> fucking The Hunger in the Dusk are my faves at the moment.
1: Yeah. 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 They make free co- uh, uh, new comic book day worth it at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. exactly. Yeah. When
2: it snap into the realization it's like, oh fucking hell, that comics out today and yeah. scramble for the And bed. also
1: when you bastard start reading Yusagi, <laughs> then I'll be happy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean,
0: I I tell you I tell you what, keep the conversation going um with your friends your family on online but it's a discussion as well and continue it in the Slack group if you're, if you're not part of the Slack community get in touch with us and we'll add you to it and it's a wonderful it's a thoughtful and open discourse that, that we talk yeah. about on there mm. um, which is what it should always be um, obviously we have our issues with the publishers or what they're doing or the characters or you know I hopefully we didn't I don't think we ranted about particular characters apart from the Punisher but that, no, was, cause really. we're, that was deep dive yeah. but as always, you know this. This is just like our feelings and emotions on it, and our our personal thoughts. If you want to talk more about it, with it, then you know
1: a load of flange, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And if yeah.
0: you're enjoying those comics, and it, perhaps there's certain, I mean, Tony reads anything, so there's there's probably not something that, <laughs> that, is, that is missed. But for instance, if there's certain, like 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 a luddite like me. Oh, i'm not reading marvel at them at the moment because there's not really anything i'm really interested in let me know what i should be reading do you know what I mean? yeah. oh, there's I a lot movie. of that going on yeah, i mean yeah.
1: um alan purdy reminded me to read giant robot aleboy which i've been meaning yeah. to read and i didn't You've realize been, it was out yeah and it's been, awesome yeah, yeah. for grado duncan for grado yeah fucking hell yeah. yeah it's amazing yeah
2: they just put together the nick broken show they did it was a ghost 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 Ship, the Ghost. You know when they did the oh the one we had him on chat yeah. about, yeah, yeah, that's Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's a good, that's a good series. That man, yeah, yeah I yeah. like that a lot. Um, yeah.
0: so as always, comics usually live and die by like telling people what you love reading and getting people into it. Like, like I've got, got a
1: disgusting comic to talk about. Cool. So
0: we're gonna get onto the recommendations <laughs> in a, in a, I was, a I'm second because if,
1: if there's a comic
2: out there that isn't you, you can't see and you'd like made, made it your fucking self.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd yeah. happily read it. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing that as well. Yeah. Um, putting money where I'm at, so. so
0: uh what shout outs do we have this week,
1: James? I've got a couple. So Electric Chair Two. Um I don't think I'm allowed to say who, but a a, a massive comic creator contacted Falpy and said how much they loved his art this week. He shared it with Screenshot and shared it with me and I'm like, fucking right on fucking brother. Nice. Yeah. So it's 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 just made its money, but um it needs your attention, this book, Electric Chair Two. Uh, by Foul Pitts on Kickstarter now. So it's still got a little while to go. Thanks to everyone who bought a copy of DUI from Eamon at Thought Bubble. Hey. And shouts to listeners Danar and Marcus, whose money goes straight to Mind. Um there's a lot of talk in about mental health in the comics world. A lot of people talk a lot about it. And some of us do something about it. And I think Mind are a brilliant charity. Um if you've got a copy, um, why not just give some extra money to them? And if you haven't got a copy, I think there might be three or four left. I don't know. Um, duicomic.bigcartel.com. You can get a copy of that. Um, thanks to Simon Russell, the aforementioned Simon Russell, for sending me a copy. Simon's super good in the advice channel. I'll give this it oh, totally. totally. Yeah, Because he's he works in it day to day. And people yeah. say, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? Very giving with his time. Really good yeah. stuff. He's done a book called, uh, which comes straight, straight out of Inktober. What is it now? the 12th of november he's already got this book this zine out which is great um it's called masters of monsters pardon me monsters of parliament and it's the combining of politicians with famous monsters and horror characters in a sort of satirical way They're really good great he, yeah. he did
2: the vampirella she's the classic pose now she's kind of pointing with a bat who did he <laughs> yeah. do for that was it liz truss oh, who was, was it
1: wasn't sue ellen it might be yeah Percy. i would yeah um you know how I, I think of Vampirella <laughs> so, so go to Friends Simon
2: Russell. And Vamparella meets Jesus. T. Man. How are you going to make yeah. it out for
0: the rest of November?
1: I have to if undo my uh, Simon You can go for more details. Um, honestly, really good stuff. There you go. There, mine's
0: nice. Damn, What's up?
2: Mine's a no-brainer. No-brainer hey. issue hey. The solo Comics anthology from our friend Edison Neo. The fifth issue of the Solar anthology by Edison Neo. 44 pages, three stories, and lots of fun. By the time this you listen to this on the Monday, you might only have one stroke, two days to back this. It's already made its goal, so definitely grab this. It's fucking awesome. Uh, the cover with the orangutan doing the the slam dunk on the the basketball hoop is brilliant. Uh, I that. can't recommend this enough. Really get on, mm-hmm. on it.
1: Yeah, you. Only got, you'll only have a day or so once you hear this, won't you? Yeah, yeah. You really once you hear on this, release. Don't yeah. think.
2: Oh yeah, I might back that if you want to back it. As soon as you hear this. Do that because I want And if he's gone past it, just get out.
1: hold of him. I'm sure he can sort of. Yeah, it I'm sure he'll have the uh-huh. comics.
2: Yeah. comics on the, on the bounce. Uh, I think uh, another shout out. Uh, Grim and Scary Tales made it. We hit the, the hey, stretch. Well done, so there's another hey, well done. Cheers. So big shout out to Damien, Kirian, and all those that are currently uh, finishing off uh, the comic. Looking forward uh, to that, man. I did post up some pages of the competition winner, which was the Sleep Paralysis. Uh, yeah. That's quite
1: nice. You put that's the, the second nice. page of that on your. On the maybe. Patreon, yeah. yeah,
2: it's kind of like I've gone for like a harsh black and white with a lot of spot blacks for it, and uh, it's turned out all right. So, if you back can I to comment, go you over, to that.
1: can I also say go over to Zoop at the moment? I'm backing loads of stuff on there. Mate, They've got some brilliant books on there at the moment. Their pieces.
2: curated approach is really fucking working. Yeah, that's good. Some excellent
1: stuff on there. Yeah, good. I'll, I'll dive into pick some out for next week's show as recommends, but there's pick some up. really good stuff on there. Yeah.
2: Yep. If you want a load of BB comic, go Kickstarter. There seems to be... Uh, <laughs> three Boots, there's a lot of fucking yeah. comics like that, are there? Yeah.
1: fun <laughs> well, by me. Yeah, by me. Speaking you of know, comics... Go, you...
0: <laughs> please, please them all. Yeah. Speaking of comics you should be reading, um, shall we recommend some comics to send people off into their yeah. weeks yes. with things to read? And yeah. uh, just bring the tempo back up again. Get us, like, happy... And mm. Jonesing for more uh, funny books. Always happy, kids, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. happy. Yeah, got another uh, big episode
1: next week. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah,
0: Tony, kick us off.
1: Uh, yeah, so my first one. We all love funny animal books, don't we? <laughs> Am I right in saying? Oh, that God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm terrified yeah. of this one. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is this is not just the comic I want, but it's the sort of comic that we need. <laughs> Please feel free to use that, David Lodge, as a poor quote. But this is <laughs> Fuck a Duck, <laughs> Fuck a Duck Comics number two um it's mostly by David Lodge uh, with additional art by Dexter Coburn six pounds 50 good magazine size good price mixture of color and black and white strips in it um it, as a sort of exec summary short summary it's uh, another very worthy entry into the don't give a fuck burgeoning UK comic underground comic scene there you go that's how I would describe it thank God for people like this um david ak i think he used his name theologian online is a london-based animator proving once again that good things can come out of croydon um and i'm ashamed to say that i hadn't seen the first issue but i was um having a scout through the small press stuff at gosh again and greg past guest good lad said um i was talking, chatting i picked it up and he says oh this just came in the other day what do you think and i said it looks good man i really like it it looks good um you can find david on youtube under out underscore of underscore ones no apostrophe underscore mind underscore cartoons and it, i think he's a, an animator generally for a sort of day job type thing um this is another comic like all the best comics especially the ones i make that you can't read in a busy starbucks um <laughs> i i read it in uh cafe nero where i was I always got I tell you that i was going a sunday morning to go and re- um, write my notes for the podcast and i was reading it and i was, i had to like do a little um Daniel Butcher look over my shoulder to see who's behind me
3: um,
1: during it because it's like fucking hell Um, it's a collection of short stories involving outrageous sexual antics by anthropomorphic creatures mostly Um, I'm going to describe David's art style as or just generally the whole comic really is part Hunt Emerson, part Crumb part Tex Avery and part Peter Bag. if you kind of mixed all them up and made it like super sexual um with massive dongs everywhere that's kind of where you go with it um the cover lets you know what you're going to be getting is there's um a duck in a baseball cap sitting on a toilet i sent you the picture of this did i send you this picture? yeah no. you did, yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. yeah yeah uh sitting on a toilet um masturbating whilst reading anthropomorphic porn magazine and there's an arrow um pointing at stuff he does this quite a lot david there's little th- asides amongst the image of little things are going on as well you know and it says there's an arrow pointing at a pile of tissues and it says cummy tissues Ugh. sets the tone perfectly um here's a taste of what you're going to get inside a version of little red the first inside cover for a one-page strip black and white a version of little red riding hood where the wolf is eating out granny yes that's what i said in that way um there's a conjugal visit of a the titular duck um who goes to prison to meet a pen pal is a woman he's been writing to only to discover that she's very large and very scary. And the duck's penis jumps off his body and runs off because he gets scared. Um, And that's just the first two pages of this comic. So that's, that's what you're (laughs) going to get. Right. Um, There's Popeye makes an appearance as a junkie. Uh, You'd love it, Vince. There's some werewolf action. Um, um, Someone's a lady says, uses the immortal phrase. I want this on a t-shirt. Ah nothing better than a rat in the snatch um that includes a rat in a beanie being put in the aforementioned snatch um <laughs> dexter who's the guest artist does a comic called goatee yes um <laughs> right in the <laughs> dan you dirty bastard laughing at that one how do you know um the uh, in the center pages there's um don't read this don't accidentally drop this out your coat pocket or your bag on a bus because you're going to get nicked you know what I mean (laughs) they're going to call the police on you um there's a goat with an unfeasibly large test uh penis who has sex with um what he thinks are three sorority sisters there's um good see actually nice bit of 80s dc vertigo goodness coming at us is the swamp thing cameo in the cheesy and carrot strip in the back of the book it's um it's it's a great find in a sea of what is honestly often very safe and very boring this comic i'm glad it's out there um as greg tells me he said he was a bit nervous about it. did you is this good enough to be on the shelf more than good enough better than 90 percent of that shelf i tell you it now um it's is uh it the
2: shelf in gosh
1: yeah yeah on the shelf and gosh easy, I, I mean i don't know how many issues there are but i hope it sells out and you can get him there's he does i don't think he has an online store i tried to look but you can grab a copy from i reckon from gosh or you can contact him on instagram he, same again it's on instagram it's at out underscore of underscore ones underscore mind underscore that makes sense play that back and you'll get it soon um i followed him today more interesting stuff on there from the looks of it more more of this sort of stuff coming um yeah, some things are a breath of fresh air, aren't they? Some things yeah. are just brilliant. Some things are good fun. Some things are a breath of fresh air. This is definitely fun and funny, and um, I really enjoyed it. It's kind of DIY comics, but actually very readable. You remember, you know, like Weirdo and Zap and stuff like that? Some of it wasn't that readable, was it? Some of it was difficult. This is underground comics, but very readable, very fun. Um, a bit like Fuck Your Mom or something like that. We talked about <laughs> recently, you know, in that sort of realm. But yeah, fuck, yeah,
2: uh,
1: fucker. That's why I showed you that in a pub, didn't I, Dan? You're like, oh, what the right. fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, fuck a duck comics with an X, issue two. There you go. It's my first one. Nice, and Dan. What have you got?
2: Uh, I've got a web comic. Um, nice. A little while since I've, I've done a web comic review, and I I there's precious little information about this this comic. I've done a fair bit I tried the author's twitter account which has been banned so <laughs> I was like, okay fair enough the the twitter the, the i like twitter it even more the uh the actual comic is still active so but there's there's very little on the the the, the comics homepage or anything about it it's called homunculus you can go to homcomic.com to read that uh it's a very much a kind of a, a moody atmospheric piece where you start off with this kind of we real we'll grim it's all done in black and white grayscale,
1: silhouette uh, stuff isn't it yeah well. lots
2: of silhouette stuff but then it kind of breaks into kind of almost manga-esque kind of drawings with, it, with when people start getting involved there's some kind of cataclysm that's happened and you only kind of pick this up through kind of uh character interactions that they talk about people that have gone and now they're inhabiting this house and they're, they're doing this and that and it's such a hard one to talk about because the sto- the, it's a very kind of vague story. And like with uh, Webtoon, like a Webtoon style where you scroll down, this one's like very long format. So there's, there's pages and panels where characters are just moving across the landscape. But it seems to follow this uh, servant of the, the master who's called Hayden North. And the servant's called Sekoa and she kind of tends to the, this master's needs. And somehow her life is intrinsically bound into his. And he sacrificed part of himself for her to live. So the longer he lives, the shorter he does. And there's something about him. He's got a, a, an angel's halo on him. Uh, and he's kind of like marked out as being a bit different. And every every one of these people in this house, Sokoa and a couple of other the, the, the girls who kind of work there as servants, seem to have some kind of fear of him that he's done something or doing something that's not on the up and up and uh in the first chapter he's visited by uh a lady that he knew knew from his past and they keep making valid references of the two of them working on stuff about the stuff that's happened and it's an incredibly atmospheric comic uh i've i've not gone all the way through to the end it's been updated for quite a while like years and there's a lot of story in there and I've only kind of just started uh, like sort of breaking the surface a bit. But it's an absolutely fantastic looking piece. Uh, nice. Right from the first off where there's like a, a, a wind charger uh, turbine charging up two lights. And the, the, the girl in question goes and, and collects it for the house. And this is the first maybe five, six spreads before she gets back into the house, brings these generators in. And then the story kicks off from there if you kind of like more slower atmospheric stories I really recommend you check it out it might be a cup of tea Uh, I'm going to read it through see where it goes because I've liked where it started the art style is absolutely lovely with kind of like these darkened, musty old rooms and then you get this harsh white of the lights sort of bleaching out the uh, the environment the the shadowing and, and texturing on this piece is it's really nice it kind of the, the houses look kind of like English, but there's like an industrialization to them.
1: There's almost a counterpoint between the background and the characters, isn't there? It's almost like yeah. a more realistic mm. background, and then you've got like a cartoony character on the top of it, which kind of works for a webcomic, I think.
2: It kind of reminds me a little bit, it's kind of an easy one to go to, it's like Studio Ghibli stuff, where right. you've got like the more animated character over a, a kind of a very detailed background that looks real and lived in although it's not hyper real and you get aspects of that in this uh so if that sounds like your cup of tea i'd check it out and because it's a web comic it's free you, the, the chap or person involved does do a patron that i've been in donate to to kind of give them a few quid and back the comic but if you go to hom comic which is h-o-m comic.com you can read it there and check it out it's also on webtoons. so
0: Go take a look. Nice. Nice. Uh, My issue one of the week um, is one I've been looking forward to for a long time. Um, It is an image comic, a story by Rob Williams. The art, covers, colors, letters, and graphic design are by Pi Par. And there is another cover done by Lawrence Campbell. This is Petrolhead, number one. This is a uh, sort of a post-apocalyptic kind of story. It says in the synopsis, In a climate crisis ravaged future metropolis, an old, grumpy, obsolete, smoke-belching, cigar-chomping, hot-rod-racing robot is one 12-year-old girls only hope. Together, can they outrace the chasing Robocops with an invention that might just save humanity? I like synopsis like that. Yeah, it's that's just great. It's just oh, it's simple. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's written by
1: somebody who knows their PR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, without going too far, just setting it up. Um, and this is already one of my series of the year. Fucking, uh, this gave me, there's nothing quite like really looking forward to a series. And we, probably not since Hunger in the Dusk and Big Game. Like I mean, I've been sport for choice this this year. In or terms of, as well. Yeah. In terms of first issues, looking forward to something. The first issue comes out, you are like, it delivers. Do you know what I mean? Just that there's that sigh of relief as fireworks are going off behind your head about <laughs> like, oh yes, I've got another fucking awesome comic. Um, this for me, this was like a 42 page issue one from Image Comics. I think I paid like uh 320 at the time. And uh, that you might know these creators. I believe they. I'm not sure. I haven't read too much of Rob Williams' work, but I know he's a he's a veteran with with comics. He's done a lot. Of Love his stuff. stuff.
1: Big 2000 AD guy. Done yeah. loads of DC. Did yeah, he didn't do suicide? A, he did suicide. He did suicide well well. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. I believe they might have worked together on the Intestinauts for
1: um 2008. Oh, oh Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually kind of like. Yeah, I, I actually kind of like they didn't give like that. They didn't give this to 2000 AD yeah I kind of feel like I want them to make a few quid on it. I think yeah. it's too good for them,
0: yeah this I mean, if there's just if there's any justice in the world, I don't know why I went music musical there <laughs> um this should be a fucking phenomenon this this yeah. is big, bright, colorful, like the action is unbelievable. there's world building, it's a sim it's a simple story that you can follow. Um, that's got heart and emotion and it is predominantly a series that's about robots but the, the robots have more humanity than most of the humans in it um, and it all stems around um, Petrolhead, who is the main guy who, for some reason, I, I kind of get this feeling the way it's written as well, Rob does this way of writing um, where it feels English, even though it's got this big sort of international Hollywood blockbuster feel to it like I, it's almost like I've got a Ray Winston voice in my head for, for Petrol Head, and he has that. He has this little robot that he made himself. That's like a, I think it's a blue tit or something like that, isn't it? He's got a little yeah, robot like on his shoulder, and but it talks with a Cockney accent, doesn't it? Like, uh, like the first thing that <laughs> it, it, it's on his shoulder. He's Welsh, is not he,
1: Rob Williams? I think isn't he. Yeah, He's Welsh. Guy, oh,
0: is Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, like for instance, there's a like a. It starts off with Petrol Head sort of standing by this monument. In in this metropolis, like um, I think it's like some sort of memorial to one of his fallen friends, and he's not allowed to be in the the city. And a few panels in, you see this little. It focuses on the on the robot bird who twists its head round and just goes, "Oi, oi, watch yourself! Fuzz is coming!" And I thought, the, my first thought was, "Hold on, the bird fucking talks!" <laughs> I was, <laughs> immediately, I was like, "This is strange." Just that little moment was like, "I think this might be something a little bit special." Um, and certainly that character goes all the way through it. That bird is called Dave, by the nice. way. <laughs>
1: it's nice just little uh, only falls on
0: horses. <laughs> yeah. Um, But then it sort of cuts back to when Petrolhead was in these races. The Petrolhead uh, 5000. Um, and it's a double page splash, which if you take away the little narration panel in the top left, um, give me that on a print, big, put it on my wall, It's fucking glorious because there's like a car. I mean, this this is almost like a Battle Angel Alita meets the Fast and the Furious crowd. This kind of like intense action. We talk about how difficult it is to do a car chase. Sometimes there's car races and it's it moves at a pace like just. What I've seen looks great. It's there are explosions. The cars are brightly coloured. One of the things I loved about this series actually is how like. It's not just neons either. Normally when you have a metropolis, everything is like a, a neon pink and just green, and that's the only two colours they use. This is cyan, yellows, blues. It's There's reds, just wonderful tonal sort of palettes being used through it. That, when it switches to um, the O, which is like the command centre that is like almost like marketing and running this race almost like you remember death race uh sort of 2000 that that sort of yeah. like, someone's yeah. someone's doing the editing as the race is happening it's got that kind of feel to it when it cuts to them that is all in like these cold bluish hues immediately you know exactly where you are in the comic and there's wonderful characters that are built up um throughout even like the supporting characters are well well built and then you cut to a story where in the future, humanity, there's only a couple of cities left on Earth and they're within these large domes and they're basically being told anything that is outside the dome is not safe. For your own safety, you need to stay in here. Um, but there is a young 12-year-old girl whose father is like a genius scientist and he's working on something that may prove that that might not just be the case. There's more to that, you know. They don't divul- divulge all the story in issue one. You can certainly see the mystery is going a, a certain way, because as as it goes on, those the main characters that we have, which is not a huge cast, um, meet up towards the end in a, in a in a real in a really satisfying way. Um, so I was just thrilled. I I just thought, oh, I hope this is good. I just
1: went through it quickly, and then I went back. Yeah, I read again. this. Um, I read this yesterday. Actually, I really liked it. Yeah. yeah that's funny.
0: Yeah. and th- there's, there's plenty there's plenty of chatting in there there's plenty of dialogue and there's plenty of world building um, but it moves it still moves at a really nice pace yeah. it, it, it goes really well it, it, it does much like the synopsis that is given it gives you exactly what you need and certainly the
1: cracking image book it's what image is there for for me that yeah. Nice. yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I mean this is obviously as I said I haven't read too much of Rob Williams stuff I'm immediately a fan of the way the
1: that he Some does. good dread as well. He does good dread. Absolutely so fantastic he's used to that with dialogue. Sort of environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: D- A dialogue is individual. Do you know what I mean? These people have individual voices, which can't. Sometimes we don't say it enough. That sometimes writers have to give. There has to even if there's a lot of characters on, everyone's got to have their voice, don't they? Yeah. Um, as
1: opposed to current writers who just give them their own voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's a
2: self insert.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, and. But so I'm I'm immediately you know I'm looking forward to checking out more Rob's work. I've talked about Pi when he did Legion of the Damned. Before. You're not a fan of, is he? Um, I've, I've I'm as as I sit, there's a massive Fallout print behind me <laughs> on the
1: wall of him. I'm a little bit of a fan of his. I was bit. surprised this was so brightly coloured. I'm almost used to him using like a limited palette sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. right? That's I'm right about that. You think? I think or... I think when he did Legion of Damned it was such a black
0: metal goth, you know, with yeah, reds, greys, darks. Um if you go on like his website and like he's done he's got a couple of amazing transformer prints actually. Oh the, okay The right, dude yeah. can draw cars. Okay, right. But not only that, he can draw like cities the, the, there's a lot of detail in this book almost it feels like european in the way that, that like everything's detailed um for for me um in the when we get to the end of end of year list there's three artists that are my artists of the year he's one of them by far right. with this book um and i think this is a massive if people don't watch look at this and go Holy shit, where is this guy being? And I also like it as well because he 's clearly a graphic designer because he 's done all the design and the layout there 's very a, tidy exactly, but a genuine thought to how the the book's narrative pacing doesn 't suffer for that i mean sometimes i don 't know if yeah, you agree with me, Tony like I love like Jonathan hickman 's graphic design and stuff like that, but there was times when I was reading like a Hickman book, and it felt like the graphic design
1: overtook. Especially the early days, yeah. some of the early nightly news and stuff like that, yeah. really got in the way, yeah, yeah it was it's an all... exercise in design before storytelling sometimes, yeah, and I think a little bit that's getting in the way a little bit with some of the x books now, yeah um, yeah, yeah but
0: but this feels like just an absolutely roller coaster comic book that is designed, yeah, we'll get this design yeah. really you'll fucking love it, Dan, I'm yeah. pretty sure you'll love this see, um. Um petrolheadcomic.com. It says there's new 'cause they're clear. Oh, they've got extra bits, haven't they, in
1: there? As yeah, there well. yeah, there's yeah. some
0: bits that... the um there's a couple of like sort of sketches you see character designs. Because Petrolhead himself has a real there's almost a hellbolly hell oh, yeah, There is, yeah. He, he's got there one like is. huge arm. Because at one point um, he goes, Why is he smoking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's he's got cigars and yet he his head almost looks like a tank. Do you know what I mean? He's a bulky Um, Sort of racer, and he has an arm in his chest. Did you notice that, Tony? He's got like a little arm. He's got a little arm in his chest as well. So he's got that these huge arm. It's just really good. The next issue's on sale December the thirteenth. Absolutely unbelievable issue. Do not miss this. If you want, we always say about if you want just good time comics, this is good time comics. This is this is this is what I'm here for and uh, yes. yeah. i just happen i just happened to be a fan of the of the artist but what i got was holy shit this is just a brilliant series um so yeah petrolhead number 1 it's it's another one of those going in the the best of list and i've only just read one fucking issue so i'm <laughs> i'm looking for and i really hope that it gets the love and attention it deserves because i they clearly they clearly the creators care about this which is, which speaks volumes when you make a comic and you really care about it. So, yeah, check it out. That's my one. Good Tony. Uh, last out. one.
1: Uh, Vampires Carmilla, issue 18. Uh, and generally, the Warrant magazine world. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. So, after we, well, I mean, we just come out talking from something very similar. I suppose the easiest way to describe this would be um, it's magazine's... There's a number of them. So we've got The Creeps, which is now called Shudder Magazine, not to be confused with the is it a streaming service Shudder. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Not to be confused with that, which makes searching for it online difficult. Uh, Vampires Carmilla, and then there's sort of various versions of that. You've got a um, a, sh- a Shudder Spooktacular Vampires Fear Book, and they are absolutely shameless homages to Warren Magazine and Creepy and Vampirella and Eerie and all that sort of thing. Um, as soon as you see the covers, you'll know that you're in for a No Excuses twist in the tail, kind of black and white horror magazine vibe, very similar to um, the magazines that we kind of spent most of October studying, to be fair. If you read up on the early days of this publishing venture, they, aimed, they claimed that they aimed to recreate the Warren magazines using as many of the creators who worked on the original line. But recently, they've also been using some contemporary creators. I get a sense that they're looking at stories that appeared in Vampirill and, and kind of m- not exactly mimicking them, but there's a story that came into you, Dan, actually about a um, um, a Hoover salesman. Do you remember that one? Yes, I do. Yeah. This starts exactly the same way. One of these stories. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think Don Glute wrote into you, but uh, no. <laughs> like surprisingly very similar. Um, so Don Glute, as I mentioned, um, does everyone know who Don Glute is? no no no. Uh, he's a 79 year old man who um wrote extensively for the original war magazines as well as being the creator of some of the I've got a Fisto in front of me allegedly being creator of some of the master of the universe characters um he does a he does a story he does a couple of stories in this one with um I know it's called Rodel Nura very good um and that's about um a sales a Hoover salesman who comes to I'm going to describe it as a feathery end um there's a vampire story or vam- female vampire story from Bambos Giorgio, who I think is a UK writer. Um, and Santos Zabelos, which is got oh, real the art has got a real colonesque feel to it. I mean that in the the sense of gene colon. Um and he could this I think um, Santos could easily have worked for the original version of this magazine. Definitely really lovely. There's um a guy called Mansfield Damon, um he's got um he, he draws one of the strips, and it's got that sort of grey wash you used to see quite a lot in Creepy and Eerie. You get that sort of two-tone quality to it. that I think Dick occasionally used it. Wollywood did use it, um, and he's got that sort of slightly more simplistic kind of look to his stuff. Um, it's done so much like a homage. There's a black and white. It's got that sort of black and white newsprint-style paper the very light paper. I mean, this really does feel like an old school throwaway horror magazine that your parents probably wouldn't have liked, that can, you know, would sit on the side in the barbers or something like that. Um, there's a contents page, which is just literally looks like it's been lifted out of the Vampirella story. And it's even got a, a Carmilla fan page where you can write in letters and a coupon you can cut out and send away <laughs> to be in the fan club. And this is a this is a contemporary book. The listen, it's not all perfect. I think we we often say about about um, anthologies, they're not all hit, are they? Um, it's got a, for me, it's got a pretty good hit rate. I think the nostalgia stuff does play into it for my enjoyment of it. It's got some absolutely excellent covers. If you have a look at um, Shudder magazine online, guys, you'll see a lot of the covers are done by, by a guy called San Julian. Um, the editor is Richard Salah is Rich Salah, not Richard Salah who the creator who we lost in 2020. And um I think Don Glu is like executive editor or something. He's got a he's got a role within the company as well. It's fifty odd pages. It's five dollars ninety-five pence. So again, another good value thing. The issue if you get if you get Shudder, um look for issue two, because there's a you'll love it, Vince. There's a brilliant Kelly Jones Werewolf story in there. Just oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous um yeah so it's brilliant so have a look for the warrant magazines you'll see them in comic shops i think that's probably the only place you're going to see them at the moment okay. i've got I've, I've got a couple of them from strange apparitions i've got a couple of them from gosh and i've got a couple from forbidden planet actually i think forbidden planet stocked them as well they're just good fun old school nasty little twist in this the tale stories with that sort of nostalgia attached to them but yeah really good really enjoyed it there you go it's my second one. Nice. nice,
0: enjoying comics. Imagine that. There you go, man. Imagine That's that. But it's something that we have been doing and we'll continue to do every week. And we hope you have enjoyed this particular episode. Um, we we're putting the soup, soap boxes away um, for a little bit. <laughs> and uh, one next weekend, guys. Yeah, I'm very and, excited. You know, I'm excited
1: uh, about next weekend.
0: And we're also going to be uh, rolling on to Christmas and getting excited about the end of year stuff and just all the all the good stuff in in general so there's plenty to look forward to as we finish off 2023 I look forward to 2024 and all the comics that we we have yet to read but of course if there's anything on this episode that you want us to shout about if you've got any uh, comic shops if you've got any comic events if you just want if there's a particular um Bit of comic dumb you want us to discuss and divulge on more because we, we love doing episodes as well where really informative and people learn more about stuff. Um, take our d- recent Dracula episode, we got a load of good feedback about people sort of going, I didn't know all of that about Dracula, and now lots more people are into Dracula. So, uh, all that and beyond. But if there's anything you want us to talk about more, get in touch with us, awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on so- social media on X. We're on at the Awesome Pod, and I forgot what we're on Instagram. But we're on Instagram yeah, as well. We're we'll getting back, we'll get back on Instagram. We'll we're gonna get get, it. yeah, we yeah, we'll because we'll probably be there more. Just especially when we're on there, we'll just be talking about great comics that you should be checking out and things like yeah. I'm that. I'm still
2: posting up my uh, Joe Vember. Oh, oh man, which it's so is good.
0: beautiful, beautiful. You did Flint recently, and uh, I uh, got half mast. I love Flint. <laughs> um, anyway, half mast was empty. <laughs> First, it's no that November. Got yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Full yeah, all times at the time. Yeah. I had to Just concentrate. <laughs> to... I had to concentrate. Like, <laughs>
1: anyway. Uh... On see for uh, all the guys listening, say stay strong. <laughs> I did a little, oh, little. I mean, listening uh... to our
0: dulcet tones, it must be really difficult every every week as well. well I'm buried. Uh, yeah. Even I'm.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we we <laughs> were ASMR before ASMR was
1: a thing, weren't we? I don't even know what that is, and I'm still odd. Okay, <laughs> ass to mouth ratio. Oh, God. <laughs> as I always look for in my horn grading. Right, okay. But th- <laughs> thank
0: you for listening to us. Whether well, it is on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com join the Slack community. Keep the conversation going, even if it's just to say, could you stop being so filthy? yeah um... stop being so fucking wrong.
1: <laughs> well, no, but... On a slightly tip for next week, I was trying to find a picture of Riversong Song naked because I had a discussion. um <laughs> With a friend of mine, work, yeah, to say yeah, that she'd yeah, been naked in Essex, boys, and I do. I can't find it. So if you've got that, send it through to me.
0: Uh, okay, so when Tony says things like that, me and Dan usually distance ourselves from him a little bit. <laughs> look, but- usually,
2: to you feel I take Tony up on the challenge? <laughs> <And> then-
0: <laughs> you have done, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I was, try- I, look, I was trying to do you some good PR there, Dan, but you threw yourself under the bus. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but thank could for listen- it. Take a few lessons from me on that regard. Thank you for listening to us on the website, awesomecomments.podbean.com. Uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Say something nice, leave a review. Helps get the word out about the show and more people who listen. More people discover cool comics. Mm. And we always welcome more people to this amazing community that is, um seems to have sprung up around the show. We don't know how it's happened. But if you also listen to us on other networks like Spotify, Amazon Stitching, Podnose, Podknife, what the networks are we on, Tony? Run Pod, Brothers and Sisters, pump up the volume. Dance, dance. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That is an absolute banger. That's just um, in my head earlier. I couldn't get yeah.
1: it out. so I'll just say it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of, one of my favourite jokes probably of this year was on that, um, you know, Philomena Cunk TV show. <laughs> yeah. Once every yeah. episode, there would be a reference to Pump Up the Jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I had and... a
2: fucking terrible joke yesterday. It made me laugh. It's truly grade F shit. Like a dad, <laughs> a dad was washing watch, the car with his son. After a few minutes, Sun said, "Dad, can we use a sponge?"
0: I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh that's you. We like that. Um, <laughs> anyway,
1: where can people find us online, etc.? Tony, Never on Every week on a Wednesday, I'm posting my favourite book and my least favourite book of the week. So go and have a look. Oh, Plus a really? nice. ramble from me as well. Spicy, Excellent. Dan. Mm-hmm.
2: You can find you can be Vanguard at vanguardcomic.com. Uh, that's going to return next issue in 2024, and uh, every day I'm posting up these November pictures. Nice. Yeah, uh, on my Instagram, which is I think it's at Dan at Vanguard or something like that.
1: Yeah. After but, oh, over Christmas, we'll have a little drawing challenge again, shall we? Mm. I mm. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, good fun. Yeah.
2: I don't know if we've got time to organise it. We know we did like the Secret Santa thing where you do a little drawing for someone and send it out to them.
1: Oh yeah, that was good.
0: Yeah, it's still no. There's still time for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plenty more to get involved with. You can find me on uh, social media at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much for listening to this week's show. Join us next week for more rambling and awesome comics chat, as well as of course great indie books to check out and uh, for your your working week. And uh, until then. Wherever you are in the world, we hope you're happy, healthy, doing well in yourself and reading comics that you yeah. enjoy, because that's what it's all about. Never mind. Tell a, us a, about a, them as well. Yeah. apart Never mm. mind. All this business nonsense, all the chitter-chatter, the back and forth on online, it's all white noise. As long as you're reading a book you're really passionate about and you yeah. really, really enjoy, I it doesn't it matter. I think it comes from us not wanting it to go away. Yeah, Because yeah. exactly. we love it yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all it enough. is. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've got a book that you want us to know about, please get in touch. So until then, keep reading loads of cool comics. Keep reading, well, keep making loads of great comics. Yes. And as always, what should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. See you next week. See you later. See you later.